Today on the Av Podcast, we're about to have our annual Raptors conversation. Look, so every year we do what we do, and we talk about the Raptors at around this point of the season. Usually it's after the All-Star game or basically after the trade deadline. And it's usually titled the State of the Raptors Address. And don't get me wrong, nothing's changed. This episode is still called that, and it'll always be that as long as I'm doing this episode. The, the difference is, when I first started doing it in 2017, up until last year, the Raptors were always headed towards a playoff run. Sometimes it ended in great disappointment. Other times, like in 2019, it ended in great glory. Well, like Biggie said on his first album, shit done changed. The Raptors are headed in a direction that they haven't seen since the 2013 season, possibly missing the playoffs altogether. It's almost kind of cool to say that because now the Raptors are coming from their longest run of, of playoff success or just general success in franchise history. And back in 2013, I think Raptors fans would have given like anything to be at this point, at this place of privilege and not be used to winning. So, you know, here we are. So keeping with tradition, I'm joined by my South Shariah family members, Julian, a.k.a. Juza Kamish, and Randall Walter, head coach of Excel Hoops Prep Basketball Program, as you dive all the way into this Raptors season. We discuss Pascal's remaining potential, how this revised edition of this Raptors core heads into the future. We discuss what's happening with the, the team's most important free agent, Masai Ujiri, if Nick Nurse's coaching style is still as shiny as it was a year ago, Plus, we discussed the last stretch of Kyle Lowry as a Raptor. We discussed Gary Trent Jr. And we poured a little liquor for Norm. Plus, a lot more than that. And if you're a Raptors fan, and face it, a basketball fan overall, please enjoy. Sasha Ralph is available wherever you listen to your podcast. Hit the like button, the favorite button. And depending on how you're listening to this, you're going to see five stars, right? You click on all of those five stars, and you, you're going to get a bang out of life. Believe me, it's, it's great for the soul. Just, just, just try it. Just try it. Try it right now. Your multitasking skills is amazing. You got it. You, you got it. You got it. You got it. And, yes, you could also head over to SalSharav.com right now to catch up on all the past episodes in my catalog. Once again, that's SalSharav.com. It's the Av Podcast with Cal C. On South Sharav Radio. We the North South. The North South. Welcome to the Av Podcast with Cal C on South Sharav Radio. Welcome to the Av Podcast. Uh, my guests today are from the South Sharav family. Uh, my first guest is the head coach of uh, Excel Hoops Prep Program. And it's still a team light skin MVP who's waiting to be uh, considered on board for the for the CEO position. He's waiting for the board to consider him. Uh, please welcome Randall Walter to the show. How you doing today, sir? Thank you, thank you for having me back. Hey, I gotta give some love out to all my light skin boys, Austin Zaga. You know they bringing it back, <laughs> and they're not the Duke kind of, you know what I mean, light skin. I'm talking like light skin, light skin. Rep it, boys. Bring it back. Show these guys you guys can go undefeated without a dark-skinned guy doing anything. Hey, hey, oh. hey, 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 calm down. Calm down. Calm down. 
<laughs> uh, my, my next guest is a South Sharaf family member who's uh, who's now earned a new nickname based on our last conversation because he's reduced his responsibilities as a fantasy GM throughout the GTA and has given his life to the stocks. Uh, please welcome <laughs> Julian, a.k.a. Jules the Commission, a.k.a. Young TFSA. How you doing today, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me back. What's up? <laughs> Yes, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to know. I mean, we're doing the annual State of the Raptors address um, that we've been doing every year for the last fuck, it's like five years now. It's just crazy. Um, but just just going into last year, um, the season after the Raptors won the title, right? Everybody was kind of writing them off after Kawhi left. And, and for me, going into the season, I, I believe that they had like a similar chip on the shoulder vibe to. I compared it to the 93-94 Bulls that first year without MJ when he retired, when he went to go play baseball and all that. And they went on to be one of the best teams in the NBA. They lost in the second round after a, a, a tough, hard-fought seven-game series, I believe, was to the Knicks. It didn't exactly happen the same way, especially due to COVID shutting the world down, but it was kind of the same results. Like, the Raptors played with a chip on their shoulder. They were a, um, one of the best teams in the NBA. They swept their first-round matchup just like those Bulls teams. And then they lost on a hard-fought seven-game series uh, in the second round in a wide-open Eastern Conference, um, just like that Bulls team. But they lost to the Celtics off, right, um, last year. <clears throat> Excuse me, last year. Um, in, in, in 1995, though, the Bulls regressed. Um, they lost some of their biggest free agents, like Horace Grant. Some of their players retired, and they went through a mediocre season. Now, 26 years later... These Raptors have a, a much different journey, but just like that 95 Bulls team, they ended up at the same intersection of, of mediocrity and um, and meh, right? So the, the only difference is between those two teams going into the stretch run is that Chicago acquired this guy by the name of Jordan, who he wasn't a bad player from, uh, from all intended purposes. <laughs> and, and the Raptors acquired Rodney Hood and Gary Trent Jr. And... <laughs> And, and that guy that led us to the NBA championship, he still plays in the same sport, but he he's in Los Angeles, and I don't I don't think he's coming, I don't think he's coming back. Um, in the years that we've been doing this State of the Raptors address, this season has never been this bleak. Um, so I don't know what do you guys could 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 say something first, but like what what are your expectations or what were your expectations going into this season? Like, have they come close? At least, or, or or have they been wildly disappointing? <laughs> let's start. Let's start with Jules and Let's start with Young TFSA. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I obviously didn't think it'd be this bad, right? But um, I I thought when we had that, I think when I was on your pod before the uh, season started, I think I had them finishing like fourth or fifth, mm -hmm. like the Raptors. So I definitely had them in the playoffs. Definitely had them getting past the first round. Like, that's what I, I had thought. So um, I didn't see this happening. I didn't see, like, even with COVID, I still did not see, I didn't see them, like, even with, like, being, like, away from, like, because we lost, um, what's his name, Van Vili. We lost Pascal for, for, like, two weeks. Yeah. And then lost we OG. lost Lowry, OG. Like, so mm -hmm. that hurt, right? So I think they went on, like, an eight-game losing streak. And mm -hmm. then from there... It, it ruined the whole league. So it was hard to, it was hard to predict the season for any teams. Like for myself personally, for not just for, for the Raptors, but for a lot of teams, because you don't know how much COVID would have impacted. But for the Raps, it, it, it definitely hurt them. COVID definitely hurt them. I think playing in Tampa Bay definitely hurt them. 
And um, I think if this was a healthy team, like, keep in mind, they have a lot of glaring holes, right? And I'm, I'm sure we're going to talk about Aaron Baines and, and our big men. But mm-hmm. that being said, even with Baines, I definitely still had them making the playoffs, being healthy and playing out of Toronto. So it was a disappointment, but I'm not, I'm not upset. I'm not, dis- I'm not to the point where I'm saying like blow up, blow up the team and, or anything like that either. Yeah. But I just think just to uh, let this, this, let the season go in as a wash, come back next year and just add a big man and we're good. I think so. Okay. Well, what about you, Randall? Yeah, I mean, uh, just to load off of what Julian was saying, I, I think, um, you know, it's interesting because for the last, I want to say, well, not last, but after Kawhi left, I think all the analysts had us kind of where we were at now. Um, yeah. A lot of them thought we would, that would have happened last year. And I, and I kept saying the biggest, you know, the biggest loss to the, to the whole puzzle was really um, losing Serge Ibaka. I, I said that, I think, on the last podcast when we had the, the, the preseason and you know and I know some people say oh it was at the time like ah it's not that big a deal no it was huge Gasol yeah. was a big loss too you know and I understand that they were trying to get them both back but you know I think Ibaka especially in this modern age you know in this type of game he fit you know the team um you know I'm not saying he would have saved the season because I think Julian hit a lot of the, the key points of you know, um, injuries, COVID, I mean, it, it really, you know, side, sidetracked the team and, 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 you know, we're essentially playing 82 games on the road. So, you know, like yeah. you have more, you, you know, I know they were saying you had, you know, fans in Tampa Bay were essentially ch- cheering for the other teams. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's no allegiance to, to the Raptors there. So, I mean, listen, if, if you look at this holistically, um, there, 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 there was a point in time that this uh, change needed to happen. This is that point in time. It, it, the line is definitely in the sand. And I think we've always said, well, is the line in the sand? There was always that kind of ambiguity about is the line in the sand now? Remember when, when Masai first came and he traded away Rudy Gay, Bargnani, that whole stuff? Was the line in the sand then? We're going to tag then? Then all of a sudden they started winning. And then all of a sudden, no, hey, we trade this guy. Then all of a sudden, we, we thought, oh, it's going to be tank season, and we start winning. So they've always defeated all odds. I think right now it's time to really um, not uh, not a total um, rebuild, but a, a total retweak, I call it. And I kind of liken this team to, remember when, back in the day when Pop first started, you know, with San Antonio started really taking them to relevance? Remember when they, they had that one season that, no one expected or one or two seasons and all of a sudden you know i think they they had a bad season just out of the blue mm-hmm. and what happened when they had that bad season well yeah they they were actually a really good team prior to if i if i'm thinking correctly prior to robinson getting hurt and then they just kind of torpedoed right. the season right but no they were a good team exactly they were a really good team yeah, during those times yeah, that, they're a good team, but, but I'm saying like the relevance, they they were not relevant, then they started becoming more relevant. They had when when Robinson got hurt, they had a bad season. Yeah. And then they 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 re so they 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 washed as a wash, wiped their hands of it, got Tim Duncan and went back to work. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not saying, you know, you know, in, in my perspective, this could be that type of turnaround. I, you know, we get a, a key piece. Yeah, I, we we still have the core of the team here. Exactly. We're not we're not we're not far from from 
going back to the, the fourth place team and potentially, you know, top top three. I'm not saying number one, but definitely in the top three if if we get a couple of key pieces, right? Um, and we have the core that can move on. You know, I still think that it's a it's a superstar driven league, so the Raptors are gonna it's gonna take some time for relevance. But it, you know, I'm full in the you know let's go let's go tank, right? Uh, you know, trust the process mode. Yeah, con- concede for Cade. That's what you're that's what you're trying to do right now. You're all in for that. <laughs> yeah, concede all for in Cade. For that. Um, so like, yeah, I guess, I guess, like, I guess the question is really and truly, like, how how much stock do you guys put in, like, the Raptors having to relocate to Tampa this season? Because to me, that I'm looking oh, at, huge. yeah, because I think like huge. The, I think the fact that like the season started what 71 days after the NBA Finals, they couldn't even figure out a lo- uh, the best location for these guys until like close to the training camp, right? If I remember correctly, yep. And it yep. wasn't even like etched in stone that it would be Tampa because there was Louisville. Um, I don't know if Buffalo was. I don't think Buffalo was, but um, I remember Kansas Lu- City. Louisville. Oh, yeah, it was Kansas City. That's right. Louisville. It was Kansas City. Even Vegas were, was options. You know, and, Nashville. And Nashville, Nashville right? Nashville. Yeah. Like yeah. that. Like that has to play at least somewhat of a small part of it in this season. Like because that just affects continuity, mm-hmm. right? You're just thinking like lifestyle. You're, you know, even if you're families, here, there's no families. fans, right? Right. Like families, just your home. Like you, I mean, you're thinking of some of these guys who have like their houses and stuff. Back in Toronto, and all of a sudden, it's like a, a month before the season starts, you're in this new city. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever been to Tampa, you know what I mean? But if you haven't, now you have to kind of figure out this whole city, figure out a place to live, whether or not you're going to bring your family with you, you know what I mean? All these things are, play, uh-huh. are playing a role, and then now and then now on top of that, you have in this season where it's like everything's kind of up in the air. They're starting quick, you know what I mean? Like everything is just in kind of in flux. It, it has to affect continuity. So when I look at how they uh-huh. were struggling this season, I'm like, man, yeah, but they're like they're not even home, you know? They're not even home. Yeah. Like the it says the uniforms, it says Toronto on their chest, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> it says it on the court, but they're not like as you said, like you you got like a thousand fans in the stands, and half of them, five hundred of them are rooting for the other team. You know what I mean? Well, you know what though, but I still even with that being said, it was definitely a factor. I still had them making playoffs. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like. I, I just thought that, but as you talked about with their core, they had a solid core. They played well in the bubble, like, you know, away from home and well, well enough, not in that second playoff round. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. felt that they still had a good enough team to do well. But I just uh-huh. think with all the other factors on top of that, as you said, the temp, like living or relocating or living from a suitcase, but it, it just, it was just too much. And then that COVID stretch, like, honestly, yeah. they were still in it. Like, like, they weren't as bad as they were before when they all got hit for that two weeks. And it was like two weeks. It was like seven games in those two weeks, too. And they lost like eight games yeah. in a row. And then they, you know, so I think it was just too many factors, just too many factors to to predict how, how much it will impact them and to predict where, where, where they will finish. Yep. And it uh, it hurt them. It hurt them big time. No, I, to the I, point where they just had to say Powell, right? To the point where they just said, forget it. Just Let's just start over. And reset, not a, not to rebuild, but just do a reset going into next year. Yeah, and, that, and that's a tough call too because yeah, at the moment they're eighteen and thirty, uh, but I, I think even with that said too, it's it's been kind of hard to watch them this season. Kind of, you, you kind of feel like every like just watching them play, like everything just has to break just right. Like that margin for error is so thin. Like, and that's <sighs> with that's with everybody healthy. You know what I mean? But then when you <laughs> add injuries and you add like the COVID outbreaks. That just completely eradicates the margin for error. 
You yeah. know what I mean? But it's, they were losing a lot of games in the fourth quarter too. Yeah, like a lot yeah. of those games. I, yeah. I would I would guess that even say fifty percent of those games were like less than four or five points that they lost yeah. in the fourth quarter or second half. Absolutely. Like, so it's not like they're getting yeah. like blown away, and you know, you can look and at it with yourself. If you watch games, you can tell like you know this team is good or what team is bad. And Raptors team is good. It's just that. They just weren't, you know, and I, and I attribute all of that stuff to what we just mentioned, all all, all of those factors, right? Yeah, it's, so, a, it's a big... Losing in the fourth quarter or second half or... It's a, it's a big it's a big clusterfuck, for sure. Um, and, and it's like, that's the thing, like, I know people, some people want to blame Masai for, like, not replacing Serge and Marc Gasol, like we all know, but, you know, and obviously we all know that, we, you know, losing both, I don't think we expected that to happen. Um, but no. you know, only ending up with Aaron Baines to start, I think you automatically have to like kind of temper expectations. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like, who would you have committed big money to as a big man? Would you would you like uh, spent the big money on Chris uh, Christian Wood? Would it have made sense to to have both him and Chris Boucher man the paint like Tristan? No, because like, no, 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 no. But you have to remember that they, the, the the plan in going into the off season was pro- project. Uh, um, Giannis. Right? Yeah. So they, oh, yes, yeah, they were all they, they, they were they were all into they threw all their chips at the table to get Giannis. I think they really thought they had a chance and 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 I mean I, I can't blame I can't blame Masai because obviously no. he must have had some some internal intel to to think that he you know it was worth doing that. But right. they put the chips in 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 for Giannis. Um, it didn't work, and didn't and work. then there was like, where where do we go now? So they had different avenues already planned, and I think yeah. this was one of the avenues. Obviously, when they when they let go of, of uh, um, Serge, and, and we're hearing all types of rumors that they could have resigned Serge, but I think you know this was the first time since Masai's been here that he was like, look, I'm gonna have to tear this down and, and start it back up. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, there's different things that I I would have thought we could have potentially done with the young core, but obviously they have you know names on the whiteboard that they're going to target either in the off season or in draft. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and and that's the thing. I, I agree with all that, and it's 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 funny because it almost seems like it was so long ago. But I mean, they tried to you know they bet against the house you know to to get mm-hmm. Giannis and they lost. Right. Same thing that everybody happens in Vegas. That every that happens to everybody in Vegas, right? <laughs> you bet against the house a lot of times and you don't win, you know. But it's but it's. But you know, it's I'm not it's mad at that either. No, and, and, it's that. and it's something that I was going to say. So that's I think that's something that we all would do. Like we all were yeah. all in for that. Mm-hmm. I think I think in one of our chats that was our that was our profile pick. Giannis in a Raptors <laughs> yeah. shirt. So like we, we yeah. we're all for it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not mad at that. Um, you know, gamble not at all. No, and that's the first. That's the first player that I can think of. And geez, guys, we've been we've been together in this Raptor kind of conundrum for a while. I think this is the first major free agent in recent time yep. that even the U.S. media was like, "Yo, the Raps got a. They're up there to get this guy." Right? Yeah. Think about it. We were we were up there. It was like. Neck and neck with him going back to Milwaukee, which everybody was like, it's very high possibility. It was us, Miami, and Dallas. Yeah, those are those are the markets that everybody was like, yo, it could possibly happen. Yeah. So, I mean, Masai knew what he was doing, and I give it to him for sure. And and I think it's I agree with the move, and I think if you had to do it again, you would do it again. 
mm-hmm. I, I would do it again. But it's just, sure. but it's just you just wish that you know, like, and I and I get it because I know I know Surge wanted like a two year or three year deal, and they only offered him like a one because they're trying to keep that space clear just in case, you know, Mister Atetakumbo mm-hmm. decided to to cross the border. Which right. again, mm-hmm. I like who says no to that. I I totally understand that. You know, regardless of how people think that him and Giannis, I mean, sorry, him and Pascal might be redundant, but I don't, I don't care. I'm like, you figure that shit out later. You know what I mean? You figure that out later, uh-huh. but like you, you have them playing. Now, before we continue further, can, can we pour out a little bit of something for Norm Powell, especially after he wrote together that, that great essay thanking the, the city, you know? And, and Most the definitely. Um, yeah, just, Most definitely. just share your feelings. I know you're you're the Raptors guy. Share your feelings, Julian. Share, share your feels. Give us your feels. Mm-hmm. Give us your feels on, on, on Norm leaving. Well, first of all, I said that those player tribune articles are amazing. Like those writers and like the players. Yeah. Um, the way that they they're able to express their feelings and and current feelings so so quickly. Like I thought that was amazing. I like the. I just love that. Um, Cause you know, your brother, your brother did one, right? Yeah, he did one. Yeah, yeah, he did two. He did two. Oh, he did two. He did that's two. right. No, Joel, uh, Joel did one. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. He, he did, did two. two. You're right. You're right. He did two. So. And I, and I was involved with the process, so I know how it works mm, with okay. the writers, and they help. And he writes a lot, and they come correct and and whatnot. But I just loved, um, you know, Norm's, you know, it just felt personal, as if he was speaking to, to us. Yeah. Speaking to me. No, <laughs> 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 Yo, man. Yeah, no, I'm going yeah, yeah, to miss you, Julian. I'm going to miss you, young yeah, I'm miss you, man. Don't forget me, man. Yo, you know, I'm not going to, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And that's how those writers do it. And he wrote it. So I, I loved it for that. And I loved, like, the little personal stories that he went back to when his rookie year and having mentors, like, how, like, he, he expressed how important it was to have vets like Lowry and DeMar in his first early going years. Yeah. And, you know, and like even going down to the G League and, you know, like I, I just thought that he touched on everything in, yeah. in that little short piece. And, uh, you know, he is what he's the kind of player that you can root for. Like a draft, an, no, not not undrafted, a second round pick, like, you know, one of your own picks going through the G League, grinding it. And it's similar to like DeMar, you know, that's how I looked at DeMar too. Like yeah. DeMar was a first round pick, but he never had the skill sets to be like a lottery type pick. And he worked his way. To a point where he's an all-star so I, I just love those kind of like get it out the mud type players like mm-hmm. Van Bleed and Powell and it's so easy to uh cheer for guys like that right so yeah, I'll be still cheering for him yeah absolutely it's, it, it's a culture shift right it's when, when we first all got together on this whole Raptor kind of you know on our chat group we started really discussing a lot more about the, the logistics of Raptor basketball when it was in the dumps um we, we were witnessing like a shift of culture at that time. That whole, we laughed at the time, with the old pound the rock, but now look at that pound the rock era and look at all the players. Like I was just thinking about the other day, look at all the players that, 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 that all those young players that came in and where they're at now in their careers, you know, even they're on other teams, they're all successful. Like, look at, look at, I mean, we could laugh at Giannis. Giannis is doing well where he's at. You could see um, even what's his name down in Orlando, Terrence Ross, He's doing, you know, he has his own role that he's doing. He has his own. Sorry, you, know, you said Jonas? about him. Not, not um, Jonas. Jonas. Oh, Jonas. Jonas. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you yeah, did say Jonas, but yeah, Jonas. Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was about to say, shit. We did we have him? 
<laughs> no, I'm saying Valentunis. Valentunis is doing Valentunis. Yeah. And you look at the Rosen, obviously, you know, you got slighted, should have been an all star. You know, Larry ended up being, you know, Captain Canada. You know, you, you got you yeah. got a, that whole squad, that 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 nucleus, even though they all slowly went their ways, they all were successful in their own right. Okay, think about it now. If you were to bring all those pieces back and have them now on this team, well, how do good, you think the Raptors would It's a, a good-ass team. Mm-hmm. It's a good-ass team. Yeah, and you know, and you know Nor- crazy Norm Powell, all those guys, it'd be crazy. It's yeah. crazy. You know what's crazy? It just shows you how important having your draft picks are, too. Especially for mm-hmm. Toronto, right? Because we're mm-hmm. not signing no free, no major free agents. Almost every single one of those guys you mentioned were draft picks, or yeah. mm-hmm. second round, they or were. signed free agents. Like yeah. they were, right? So yeah. it's like yeah. Delon, right? right? Well, Lowry, Lowry was Lowry was signed or traded for, but traded everybody for, yeah. else, everybody, everybody else, else with draft picks. Yeah, Delon, draft right? Picks. You could even mention him too. Yep, Delon. Yep. Yeah, but no, you're 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 right though. I think it's, and it speaks to like. And this is why the Raptors are considered, you know, because of Masai and, and, and the vision that Masai and, and Tim Laiweke had before when they, they just started. The, the culture, as it, what, you're, what you're talking about, Randall, like it's now world class. Like winning that championship mm-hmm. was like the stamp of approval. That it was like sitting on top of Sugar Hill, obviously, but it, it gave them that like that that carte blanche now like we're, we're that we have this respect. You know what I mean? Regardless of what's mm-hmm. going to happen, you're going to respect what we do in our organization. Right. And you're looking at it from top to bottom. Like that's that's to me is like the epitome of 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 a great franchise, of great culture where you can constantly, you know, unearth gems or or get the most out of each and every draft pick, no matter where they're drafted. You know what I mean? You're going you're uh-huh. to get the most out of them. And I think that's that speaks to like the culture that speaks to a great franchise like that. The, the best franchises are able yeah. to because let me look at Miami. Look, how look how old. Um, Pat Riley is like how long has Pat Riley been unearthing gems like it's still happening right in Miami right mm-hmm. but it speaks yep, to the culture yep. I mean and because of location and stuff that's why they're gonna still always be in play to get these major free agents now Toronto doesn't have that kind of a factor but they have the same kind of thing that goes along with them right just as you mentioned all those players is playing in that that passed through the city or, or got drafted by by these guys and it's like they're gone on to like be like very respectable NBA players, if not really good NBA players, and uh-huh. you know, and and the ones that's passed through has been successful too. I mean, including obviously Kawhi. You know what I mean? But like, you, like you know, like even like a Corey Joseph. Like Corey Joseph was riding the bench in San Antonio. He came here, solidified himself, and now he's got a career as like a vet. You know, they always say like the best the best compliment you can call a professional is a veteran, right? That's like the best. That's like the best compliment you can you can say about any player in any league. That you're a veteran. That means that you've had that longevity. You got that value. That you know, no matter what happens, like people know who you are. They respect you. As soon as they hear your name, it comes with a level of respect. You know, so, exactly. And, and, just, and you know, and that and that respect not only comes from from the court. It comes from the person, like the actual character. Like all yeah. these players that the Raptors drafted, they have character too, or leaders. Uh-huh. You know, like community type guys, and that's what builds that culture. What you're, what you're talking about, right? And when people come here, they work hard. Mm-hmm. You grind it, you get it out the mud, and everybody knows that like, nothing's given to you here. And everybody knows you can't like f around in the locker room or this that culture, right? Because it's yeah. the personality of the team of the individual players that they make up that culture. Yeah. So that's what's important too. Like they, they're, they're drafting and and they're and they're finding gems, but they're also finding gems of human beings, like 
like people. Absolutely. And that's what and that's what creates that culture. So that's why I'm not too worried about like what we have now and going forward because um, I think the culture is being established as what you're saying. Plus, with that ring and championship, yeah, we we should be good. Yeah. To speak to what you're saying, going back to Norm, like that's the one thing you always would hear as well, just from people. I've met him a couple of times, and people that I know who know him and stuff, like all by a good guy, great guy by all accounts. You know what I mean? Like you, you knew things had to end, but he's been playing well for most of the last two years, especially. Uh, but you know, again, he's he's a unrestricted free agent going into the summer. He's going to get paid, and it's not a guarantee uh-huh. that we can afford him or like tie up big money it's, to him either. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's. I think the problem with Norm with us is that we have too many guards already, right? Like, and we we need we can't keep we we can't reinvest more into another guard. Yeah, you know what I'm uh-huh, saying? Like, yeah. I know Lowry's leaving, but right now we got holes up front. And to invest that kind of money into Norm, who I think is deserving of this year. Prior years, he just Norm's problem that he just wasn't consistent, right? Yeah. This is the first year where I can honestly say he's been consistent. Yeah. Like I knew, I was expecting him to put up like 18 plus points, and to hit that open three ball in the corner. Like I was expecting him to do it, um, but we we can't. I, I, I would have done the same thing and like let him go and then you know maybe revisit it in the off season but um to invest like another like Van Vliet type contract into him. Yeah, it, it would work. It would work, but we, we need to focus other like we can't do that right now. Yeah. And I think it was a classy move by Masai and Bobby Webster just to set him to like a, a new situation where he can succeed and, and also have a chance to like win some, like have some real stake in the playoffs and, re- and win some games. Although, well, for, just, well, for, yeah, for teams that go, are going to trade for Norm, they know they're going to get a rental anyhow. Right. So right. any team uh-huh. that's going to do that, it's going to be a playoff contending or championship contending team. Otherwise you're, you'd be an idiot if you're like, you know, Sacramento or somebody who's not going to, you know, right. But I think, action. but I think with Portland, like they have a chance to like, obviously to, to keep him, right. Like they're going to, well, you know what, I what, he wants, what he wants to get paid. To be so. honest with you, I was shocked that he, Portland wanted him because they really have CJ yeah. and, um, yeah. CJ and, and um, yeah. Dame, right. So now I see that they got Norm playing the uh, three, like small forward. Yeah. So I was like, he, like he can do it, but against but, those big small forts, yeah, he can't. It's, it's, he can't in the, in the he West can't. is going to be too tough. Yeah, it's going to be hard. So I don't see him fitting in, to be honest. Unless is CJ become a free agent? I don't know. But like, it, no, I don't see him. No, I think no. they're both locked up for a while. No. Yeah. So, so then, so I, just, I just see him as that, like that, that kind of you know, Vinnie Johnson microwave third guard coming off the, you know, the first guard coming off the bench and just yeah. unleashing, yeah. Like, you know, what yeah. I mean? yeah. almost but like a Williams sniper role. But 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 a better Lou Williams since but since since mm. Norm has been there, um, they they I think they're they've been winning. Yeah. So yeah, whatever they're, they're doing is working, right? And it's adding that. What happens? It takes a little bit more pressure off of um, both Dame. those guards. Yeah, Dame and CJ. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. yeah it, it, I mean, it's it's unorthodox, but it's working, right? Um, and uh, you know they, they they're playing a little bit more of the small ball. Uh, and I think they pushed. Uh, is it uh, Covington to the four? Yeah. So and so Nurk is back, right? And Nurk, Nurk, um, Nurk is coming back. back. Yeah, is he back now? No, he is, he is back. No, he's, he's back. back. He's back. He's back. So they got that one big, and they're using that one big surrounding with four small. Yeah. Not well, Covington is yeah. not small, but you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, they yeah, are playing a bit of small ball guys, with right? that one big. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's working. No, again, like it's. He's a, he was a good guy, good a good Raptor, a very good Raptor. Played his role well. 
I always loved how he, he brought it against the Bucks. Like he he had like he was like the Bucks kryptonite. Especially and which was important, especially when the Bucks became title contenders. He always had that game that he was gonna come to to kill the Bucks at some point. Which was like oh every time they always played in the playoffs, he always had a big game against like or a good series against uh Milwaukee, which is which is really cool. And I can't believe honestly, like he's worked himself to the point where he was actually third in the NBA in three point percentage. Like the fact that that corner three, that left corner three, he's actually he actually, he actually makes the most field goals in the in the league. Like he actually leads the league and uh-huh. threes from that, you know, from uh, baskets in that area. I saw that like, infographic. I, yeah, saw the yo, infographic. I thought it was crazy. Wow. I looked at that but, almost like but, but, I had to take a triple take at that. Yeah, but remember remember was it was it last year at the beginning of our podcast last year at the our first one, preseason one. I was telling you guys my boy, shout out to Coach Eddie, Eddie Jones, Exxon Jones. He's a trainer. He trains all like the NBA players you that are in the this. city. I do remember this. And I told you guys, he came back after last year and he mm-hmm. preseason. He goes, I train all these NBA guys. He goes, I just was through with uh, Brogdon, you know, all these Delavadova, you know, Don Maker. Ibaka. He goes, I just finished training all of them this summer. Like, you know, all these guys naming it. He goes, Norm, I've never had a workout like the one I just had with Norm Powell. I've really? all these NBA guys. Yeah, I, I told you that last I, year. No, no, you said, said it, you said it on the pod, too. I remember that. You did. You did. You he said, said it on the he pod was too. the best. Like, he goes, I've never seen. He goes, he did not miss. Really? And I said, You're, no, I said, Norm Powell? He goes, the guy was phenomenal he goes my job he goes i was working him out he goes very rare and i work out something and i'm like and i'm like damn he goes i was working him out and he was like it was, it was crazy i was like norm powell he goes norm powell insane workout the best workout i've ever I've ever done this guy is this guy's the real deal he's the real deal and this guy tra- sees like nba players like, every day he goes he is the real deal and i and then he, he had a so-so season and i kept telling y'all that's what my man says and then this mm-hmm. year you know, no, you, you I, I remember that last year podcast. You did say it. I remember that uh, specifically. Yeah. But yep. but on top of that, you add to the fact that he also trained with Kobe coming into that season too. That also helped as well, oh, right? Because Kobe yeah, had that academy yeah. the one year yeah. that he had it, obviously before he passed. But um, he yeah. had that academy, and and you know, like he the fact that he was even invited to that too was like a, well, that was a pretty big deal, right? Well, he's from that area, right? He right, but still. UCLA, so yeah. he has to, yes, yeah. And, right. but, and but, practicing with DeMar, like, you know, if your yeah. team is, if your team makeup is solid with deep depth and, and you got an all-star in your same position, you know, you're going to have to be guarding them in practice and all that. All of that would just make you better, man. No, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but he wanted, but the only thing that was, was it's, it's interesting, is that he, he, he wanted to come back to the Raptors, but at the same token, he did, he was pretty vocal about starting. He didn't mm-hmm. want to be in that six man role anymore. Yeah. No, he did say that this year you're talking about like yeah, he was Yeah, saying. this year, this but, year. You know, like he, he that that's that's what he's supposed to say and do cuz it's his contract year, right? And you got to yeah. you know, you know, create yeah. that perceived value like that. or whatnot, right? So, yeah. don't get me wrong, but it worked out for him because those guys got got covid and this guy went on a rampage. Yeah. Like, he was the only guy yeah. that was scoring. He was scoring, like, 30, yeah. 40 points yep. a game. Yep. Right? Yeah. There was nobody else. There was, there, was no, there, was no, there was literally nobody else. No. But, Chris Boucher but had a good he, run, too. Yeah, but, yeah, he did have a good he run. Did. He did. He, he did. did, absolutely. He did. 
And shout out to him too with with the sneaker deal. Like that's that's uh that's big for him too, man. Yeah, awesome. I'm, I'm happy for him. Very yeah. happy for yeah. him. Um, with with Masai's contract coming up for renewal at, at the end of the season, what do you guys think he does? Does it make you feel like a little bit better that most of the upper management's contracts, like Bobby West, uh, Bobby Webster, has been re-upped? Like, does it give you some sort of confidence that maybe like he'll fall in line and, and be the next one, or are you guys still on the on the fence of being nervous? No, I'm nervous. Like, I, well, in terms yeah. of nervous, in terms of Masai coming back, or yeah. nervous about the Raptors? No, no, it's no, about I, Masai coming back. Yeah, I'm nervous because he hasn't signed it yet. Right? right until he signs it, then I'll be okay with it because. At this point, yeah. you don't know what's going to happen, right? And I don't know what's on his mind, but to me, it, it feels like he's not coming back, right? Mm. That's what it feels like. Just the way he's communicating with the media and the way he's, um, you know, it's kind of like if he's hinting as if he's not by not saying anything, to me, in my eyes. But, um, but, that's, but, but, but mm-hmm. Julian, he's, he's done that. He, he, that's, that's, his, that's been his demeanor from time. From the mm. time he stepped in, he... You don't know what's going on. It's not like rumors are leaking left, right, and center. Only this past year, we started hearing a lot more stuff. But Raptor rumors were pretty tight for a while, right? And and this Maasai thing, I mean, I don't treat it any different. I, I he did say he goes, look, I he said at the um, in the off season, he said I am going to renegotiate my contract at the end of the season. He said it many times. Yeah. Okay. Like he's okay. it. He said, "I'm going to read uh, when the season's done. We're going to get to work and talk about it." Right. Yeah. My thing is, I have a strong feeling if he leaves the Raptors for some odd reason, I don't think he's going to go to another team. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's outside the basketball realm. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I'm thinking too, and that's what I'm thinking. He is why he's not. I think he wants to negotiate at the end of the season because of this. Like, mean like he's not sure what he wants to do. Yeah, I don't think it's because of Toronto. Right. I don't. I don't think it's management saying uh, we're gonna wait till later. Like, I, I think management, if they can have him sign a a multi year deal, they he like they would do it right now. Management. Oh hell yeah. I think yeah. right, but I just think he's not doing it, and that's what makes me worry about him leaving. But I do agree with you. I don't see him going to another team, at least not immediately right afterwards um i do see him maybe going to politics or just taking a year off or i don't know what's to be honest because he keeps his cards close to himself i don't really know what he wants to do but i definitely feel it's him who's saying he's not sure or it's his or it's messiah is the reason why he doesn't have a contract right now obviously he's one of i think he's the most important piece to to resolve in terms of a free agent <laughs> more, you know more than anybody else uh, for the raptors and Obviously, yeah, the fact that he hasn't signed his, his extension, it does make me nervous, too. Um, but I think you're right. Like, after everything he's done, I think it's pretty clear. And I think they did try to offer him, right? I don't think that was uh, that was like a secret. I think they did try to like, put on the table, like, yeah, we'll obviously resign him back. But to me, I think it goes without saying. I think you make him the highest paid GM in the game. And, and if you can, you give him a piece of the franchise, a percentage. Um, but I, I, but I wonder too, right? Because like the uncertainty of where they're even going to play even next season is something to look no, at. No, they'll be playing a whole. You, you think they're going to be year. back in Toronto? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Next season I, for I sure. I don't. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're already. No, no. I, I do believe so. I do on, believe honestly, that. the the fact that we're the you know the city's back under lockdown again, I, I'm kind of just throwing everything out the window at this point. Where I'm like, it's not to me. Like I don't look at it as a slam dunk. 
because yeah, like, no, I, like, I, I'm, yeah. I'm with you too. I'm with you. I'm with you too. I, I don't think it's slam dunk either. I mean, I, just, I would love to say that, but I, yeah, no, I, don't I know. hope I'm wrong by thinking that. But I'm like, but I just at this stage, I'm like, honestly, I don't know. And 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 to me, you're looking Fair at it like again, family thing, right? You you're looking to keep your family in one place. You want do you want to keep uprooting them if you don't have to? Mm-hmm. You know, and he's got leverage to stay a while wherever he goes. Like if he decides to actually go to another team. It's not going to be a situation where it's like, well, you got a season or two to, to flip this. Like, he's got enough leverage mm-hmm. where wherever he goes, whether it's Toronto, whether he decides to do his own thing, whether he goes to another team, like, he's got leverage to stay a while. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and then plus with everything that's happened regarding, like, social justice, Black Lives Matter, I mean, and that's what I mean. Like, could he, could he expand to do other things politically? And then, you know, including, like, could he expand, like, even the Giants of Africa Foundation that he has? You know, like, it's... There's there's a, there's a lot of like lotto balls in the air, you know, so to speak. It's whatever he wants to do. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Day, whatever passion or what's going to drive him to to keep going is it's you know he's going to do at this point. So yeah, it's up to him. It's up to him, really. The ball's in his court. He has all the control. Yeah, and and well, honestly, he has all the control. And and mm-hmm. honestly, if he decides to go that route, where he's going to you know do something to like political or social justice side, honestly, I'm. I'm a thousand percent with them. I, I've, I've obviously yes, as a fan, I want him to stay, you know, where he's at and continue to to build the Raptors. Like you know, be like almost like that Pat Riley where he's there for twenty years. You don't question the position. You know what I mean? We all know what a Raptors culture is. It all starts with him. Like you want to see that, but you know, if he decides to go this route, I I won't be mad because it's obviously first for something bigger. But I mean, selfishly, sure. for selfishly, I want him to come back though. <laughs> Sure. But, but but when we say politics, do you guys think it's American politics? I mean, uh, Canadian politics? I'm not sure. That's and that's the thing. That's I a good question. Yeah. I don't. I'm not sure. It could be. It could I, be. I've, I've heard. That, I've heard that a few times now. That's why I'm like. Oh, like, well, like and I know I, someone said his wife is from D.C. or something yeah, too. She mm-hmm. is. Yeah, she is. So could it be something in the states? You, you think you can replace Trudeau? You think you can be the PM? <laughs> Shoot, you never you, know, man. You vote for him. <laughs> Hell yeah! You vote, you vote for Masai, him. And, and Masai, we trust. We've said it many times. Yeah, yeah. You know who knows? I, I, but that's a good question. I, I guess I've always only I seen him in a role in a Canadian government or you know municipal government. Like I, I, because we're from here. But I never really thought about him going Florida or some, you know, or some other state being in, in politics. So I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. So. Let's look at the coaching perspective here. What, what what are your thoughts on Nick Nurse this season in comparison to last year? Uh, so I, 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 you can't really you can't really blame Nick Nurse for what's going on though. Like I I, I I listen, you guys know I'm not a big big Nick Nurse fan. I think he really like I'm just not like I, I think he's a good coach, but I think no, your your heart pumps you know, Casey. Last year, your heart pumps Casey. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I like Dwayne, but 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 I don't think Nick Nurse is that great a coach. But at the same time, he's proven me wrong, just like Fred Van Vliet proved me wrong. And I'll, I'll eat my words on that. But I I'll, I'm going to stick up for him on this one and say, look, like I can't, you can't, you can't judge his body of work from what what he's been dealt with. Like I don't think many coaches could deal with a, a roster like this, uh, and and the, and the circumstances, right? You know, mm-hmm. everything's in flux. You know, like like you said, like they they were pr- practicing out of a ballroom for Christ's sakes. You know, like you know, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I think uh, yeah. yeah, you can't be, blame uh, him. Yeah, you definitely can't. You definitely can't fully blame him. And 
for the way that the season has turned out. Um, in terms of his maturation or growth in the role, I I, I personally think it kind of stagnated a bit <laughs> this year, but not to the point that it caused him losses. I just is there so many things I'm watching, like some of the minutes distribution, like this year. Like I know he uh-huh. has a bench full of guards under six foot five guards, but like just just seeing the the rotation. I don't I don't like the rotation this year. I don't like his antics on on the sidelines this year. Yeah, like this that yeah, he complains a lot. Yeah, he's complaining You're right. more so than ever before, and it's to the point where I want to say, yo, just relax. He's you know like he's he's like having issues with players now. Like he's yeah. screaming at players. Siakam, Siakam. And, and, Who else um, he screamed at? He screamed at somebody. Uh, well, uh, off the top of my head, I can't Terrence remember. Davis? Was it? Well, that's a given. That's a given. I, I was going to say TD. Terrence <laughs> Davis. Terrence but, Davis. <laughs> but I was um. No, uh, I can't remember who. I can't remember. But I just don't like what I'm seeing from his body language on the side. It may sound minimal, but like the way he was more composed last year or the years before. This year, he, he, had, he had like, vets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Taking off his mask. Like before that, he even got that incident that fined by the ref. I think he took off his mask and he threw it at him. Throughout the beginning of the year, I was like, "Yo, what are you doing? Taking off your like, like I'm not a I'm not a mask like like fanatic like warrior mask, but it's just it just looked bad like just the way he was behaving mm-hmm. on the sidelines in terms of maturity. Like I don't know, it may sound minimal, it may sound petty, but I just didn't like what I was seeing. But it, it's I, in terms I, of what. Go ahead. Yep. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your point. No, no. I was going to say in terms of what Randall said, I agree. Like he's not to blame for the season and whatnot. But I, if I had to pick on one thing, two things is like the rotation. I didn't like, like I didn't like, like sometimes I feel like, yeah, Boucher is too small to play the five. Don't get me wrong. But uh-huh. and we have Baines. I don't like Baines either, right? But Baines was getting some minutes like in the early, like in the early going in the fourth quarter where the other team was small. <laughs> And I'm like, yo, well, Baines is not even <laughs> rebounding. He's not doing anything. Hey, hey, Gasol, uh, there was a point that Gasol wasn't doing anything too, and he just liked some big white centers. <laughs> you got it? You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> no. He did a good I told you. I'm hey, I'm not, that, that's, that's a great point. point. That's a great point. Like, no. He kept on riding Gasol. I just thought he kept on riding Gasol because Gasol was a free agent, and he was trying to give him his time to shine. Because that's what some coaches do. Like they, If they know you're a free agent, they're going to like give you the ball and make you get – Give you an opportunity to earn your next contract. Well, but well, Aaron's that, a free agent. <laughs> Aaron's a free agent. You know, he, yeah, yeah, he has a player option. I never knew Aaron was 30. He's like 34, 35, you know. He's yeah, he's not, old, young. he's not young. He's not young. I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know that. I thought he was younger than that. But anyhow, that's off topic. But yeah, I didn't like his rotation at some points this year. But at the same time, he was dealt with cards that that made him difficult like, that made it difficult for him to find a rotation but but anyhow that's my answer to nurse he is not he's not fully to blame but i didn't like at some points this year um how he uh coached the raps it's funny because i like i think he's a good coach um i still think he's a good coach but I, i'm kind of like you guys like you you wonder with the losing like if we starting to lose that shine as well um because really and truly up until the bubble I think it was pretty universally re- – he was universally regarded as, like, one of the best coaches in the league. I mean, obviously, he won coach of the year last year, but um, but just deeper than that, like, I just think people had him as, like, top three coaches in the league. All the schemes he was uh-huh. running was phenomenal from the finals. Like, last year was probably – and I know I keep 
um, mirroring the the 93-94 Bulls season, <laughs> that season without MJ. And, but a lot of people say that was Phil Jackson's best coaching job because he obviously uh-huh. he didn't have Jordan. They were still one of the best teams in the NBA. He still figured it out. And I felt like last yeah. year for him, you know, being a second-year coach, that was one of the best coaching jobs I've seen in a long time. Like just how we see, yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Last year, I'm talking He's about confident, last season. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I yeah, thought, I thought yeah. of like some of the schemes he was doing. I was like, yo, this is this is actually like phenomenal. Like I thought, I thought, you know, I think we all kind of thought like, yo, these these analysts are like you can tell sometimes. We always say this. You can tell like who watches the Raptors at, uh, across the border and who doesn't because the way the way they were rankings uh, the Raptors last year. You're like, okay, you guys aren't actually watching these games. You guys really just thought it was just Kawhi and nobody else on this team, right? But I think since his performance in the second round in the bubble last year, he's been questioned a lot more. Like, he's still respected enough in the league where, you know, obviously he has a little bit of a coaching tree, which is interesting because he's only been in, the, in like, yeah. a head coach for less than three years. Yeah, and he already right. has two assistants that already left to be their own head coach and one that almost basically is pretty much on his way, I think, with Aaron, um, Adrian Griffin. Um, but the fact that, like, him and Pascal's bumped heads, that's not good. You know what I mean? But again, I think losing after, you know, winning for so long, it can make any situation turn, you know, turn ugly kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No. But yeah. Yeah, I agree. But again, I just question again. Yeah. The guy, he was running Stanley Johnson for like 25 minutes a game. Yeah. And I'm like, what is going on here? That you got the right scheme and he's doing everything right. But he's putting in players that I'm like, what are you doing? It came to a point I thought they were tanking, like before they even lost that 10 games in a row. Mm -hmm. Because I couldn't couldn't gather how certain guys were getting minutes in crunch time. Yeah. So... Uh It's just his, his his choice of players, and I know Stanley Johnson is great defensively, and um, <laughs> he, he you know you know he, he is he is good defensively, right? But it comes to a point. He can, oh, he fits his schemes well. But even before that, he had Makar Makar in like like last year. Like he has his favorites that I don't get. I don't get, and um, it, that's the only thing I do question is is his his selection of players at certain times and. And rotation, but the schemes defensively, the Raps were one of the best defensive teams, man. The way that they rotate, um, they're amazing, and I and I, I credit him, right? Yeah, so. yeah. yeah I mean, and and then and remember, like he was calling out guys after the, the when they win the chip. All of a sudden, he's talking about how some players are, you know, what was it, uh, Stanley Johnson and 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 uh, Rondé, yeah, Jefferson, yeah, you know, and, and, and it was a culture thing, right? But yeah, yeah, again, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. You know he he he's a particular dude. He likes his type. There's a there's a type of player you can tell he likes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know every coach has that. And uh, at the end of the day, I don't care who he plays as long as we win. You know it's fun. You know yeah. it's funny though to speak with that. Like I I it's weird because when he was doing that last year, I thought it was cool and a little bit refreshing, but it also gave me pause at the same time. If that makes sense, like. It was cool to what see. Do you mean? Well, I mean, it was cool to see him call out people because it was like, yo, like, yeah, it was. If, you're, if you're not was. if you're not establishing yourself, like, you're not gonna play that kind of thing. And I'm like, wow, that's actually pretty refreshing. You know what I mean? But at the same time, and and again, he has been part of the culture because up until for most of that, you know, we the North era, he was an assistant coach, so yeah. he has been part of the culture, right? So, so yep. I'll give uh-huh. him that for sure. But at the same time, I'm like. But you're Nick Nurse, though. Like, I know you're a good yeah, coach, yeah, but, like, you yeah, haven't yeah. been there that long to be doing this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's well, like he won a, it gave he, me pause. He, like, he, won, he, won, he won the chip, though. No, granted. <laughs> no question about it. But 
it's still like it what this wasn't like Phil Jackson or Popovich or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like or even yeah, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. Doc I Rivers being yeah. like, Hey, you yeah, know, know if you're not playing, you're like you know, if you're not doing this, you're not playing. Like it was it was like But I don't I think don't I don't think he I don't think he would ever be like that though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like ever have that respect because he's not a former NBA player. And he's not yeah. a vet from the mm. league. So I don't think he would ever get it. Even if he even if he attempted it now three years or ten years down the line, honestly, even with a ring, I still don't think it would have that same uh tone coming from or respectability from like uh, you know, a doc or a Phil Jackson right. kind of thing. Right. So I do see your point. But I also wanna say, yeah, good points to both of you guys. He one thing about nurse, he calls you out, like and which I should, you know, I should have acknowledged that he actually he called us Siakam too, like a yeah. year ago, yeah, he did. When, when he came off the bench, oh, he left like he went to the change room before the game ended, and he like I guess he suspended him one game or I can't remember what bench. Well, they, they didn't, so they didn't I, start him or something. Yeah, they do have a little bit of a history so far, like from what I'm looking at now. Yeah. But Nurse, you're right, uh, Randall. He does call out guys, which I do like, and and he's fair across the board from what it seems like. Hmm. Okay. So, um, is, is any of you going to enjoy and reminisce over Kyle's last twenty plus games of his Raptors career? Uh, <laughs> reminisce. No, it's not the is same. he gonna play? Is he gonna play the last couple? <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh, you, you you wonder if he's gonna get the Al Horford treatment? Oh or, no, yeah. or the no, uh, I don't think so. Or the Andre Drummond uh, treatment? Drummond, or the Drummond or Griffin well, treatment? Well, I, no, well I, I, say, I, I say I say Horford because at least those guys were you know they were getting they were getting sat up until the trade deadline and get bought out. But Horford, yeah. it's like after everything was done, they're just like okay, well um. You just watch us and just come to the practices. And he's like, okay, cool. <laughs> you know, that I, was I, one of the worst deals ever, really. But anyhow, but yeah. yeah. It was. It was. Um, you, you know, like for me, for Lowry is um, these last couple of games, honestly, I don't know if I'm going to be watching many games. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be watching many games, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know. You don't want to watch the train wreck? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, 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 Julian, you're nah. you're you you're, you're actually even not me. no, you're actually not allowed to get off this train. The way you've it's been, not, the way, I'm not getting off it. The way you've I'm been, not off. the way you've been kicking people in their back. I mean, I don't mean to get off the train. I mean, like to eat. I mean, get off in the terms of like you're gonna like take a pause and watch it and play. I, I don't think you're allowed to do that. You've committed way too much time <laughs> watching the Raptors through good and through bad, kicking people in their back when they're trying to get on the wagon. Now you gotta watch. You gotta watch all of this now. Like you're even if you're the last one on the bus, let let that shit go to the end of the station. Like you gotta go with it this time. Right? Nah, you're not allowed right? to do that, bro. You're not allowed to do Honestly, that. Honestly, right? I I'm being very honest with you. This is the first time in the existence of the organization that I've taken like a week off. Like I didn't watch any games last last week. I swear really? to you, the first time ever. No, I would always maybe not watch an entire game, but there's never a time where I missed more than two quarters. I've watched a half minimum for the last like 15 years, minimum. If I'm home, like wow. obviously if I'm not in a boat, but if I'm home and the game's on, there's never a chance where I'm not watching it. It's never. Julian, Even when they were like dismal. Julian, I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> I've watched nothing on Netflix. I bet now nah, I'm watching the game. We'll do. We'll watch something after the game. Julian. Yep. Yep, Julian, you suspended. It's the truth. Julian, you're, sus you're suspended. You're suspended. <laughs> Why? <laughs> For being a diehard? Yeah, yeah, you're suspended. <laughs> no, man, I'm telling you that. But that's how much of a Raptor fan I've always been. I've never. You should know that by mm -hmm. now. Like I've never really missed a game. I never really missed a game. Even when Joe, my brother's playing game hockey games, I'd be like, "Yo, let's go back and forth. We're watching both games." Mm -hmm. So, but now you know. But seriously, this has been the longest stretch where I've been. Like I watched the last two games. I came back to start watching again, but. 
before the trade deadline, like like when they were losing that eight games and everybody was out with the COVID, like I was not watching that. I couldn't watch it. <laughs> I couldn't watch it. I you couldn't watch that. I, I, Johnson I, I, go up and down, push the fast. Break. Like I couldn't see him. I couldn't see it. It was bothering me. It was bothering me. You know what's crazy, Julian, is that I watched it during that time frame because I, I really enjoyed watching certain plays. Like I enjoyed watching Norm Powell do his thing, and I enjoyed watching. You know, like we, I think we mentioned Slim Duck. Like yeah. I, I, my, 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 like I enjoyed mm-hmm. that that brand about like certain guys emerging and showing what they can do. And um, yeah, yeah, I mean, well, if it's you know, like a draft pick, like like honestly, I would watch. It may sound weird, but if it's um. What's his name? What's the draft pick we have now? Shoot, forget his name already. I'm terrible at names. What's the draft pick we have for the uh, Raptors? First round pick. Malachi Flynn? Yeah, Flynn. If Flynn was like starting, I was like, let me watch him because I want to see what this guy can really do. So, yeah, I would do that. But with Norm, I, I know what Norm can do. I like watching um, Slim there, but it was to a point where like he, <laughs> he's pleased. He's, he's on the floor with Yuda and... Uh, Stanley Johnson and um, I, I actually uh-huh. I like Ben. Marie, it's like a G, it's it's like it's, it's like, like a G, G League team. Yeah, yeah. I'm not watching this. I'm not, and then and to see the teams beat us like Detroit twice back to back and Houston. <laughs> Rockets, First time in like Casey smiles. smiles. It touched your it touched your soul in a negative way. It did. It did. <laughs> it did. But. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna be like for Lowry's send off. Like you know, uh, I'll, I'll watch the last game for sure, the whole game. But I'm not gonna be like watching every game. And he, and as as Rand says, I don't really think he's gonna be playing out the rest of the season fully anyhow. So, well, I, I think for Raptors, I, I, fans, I, I don't even think he can. I don't even think he can. Well, think, what do you mean he can? Well, he's getting well, injured. Well, right now he's got an infected oh. foot, right? So he's missing the next two weeks. Oh. I don't so. even think that's not real. That's not. I'm telling you that now. Like this. Like I don't. I'm not okay, I'm obviously I don't know, right? So, but so you, if so I you, had to guess, so you think it's, it's an ingrown real. toenail that's that's turned into an infection? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. There. Listen. There's to the point where like, why are you playing? Why? Why? Why risk injury when you're going into it? You're 35. You you're balling like crazy at this age, which is which is amazing. Why risk anything? And why rich? And why risk the team losing? And lowering your uh-huh. your value on top of that uh-huh. like, kind of thing, right? So it just looks because uh-huh. th- that kind of ball is ugly to watch sometimes when you see who's on the floor, and, and it's going to lower his value. So Matt, you, you might as well just take the next week off, let us lose on top of that, and come back, play a game there, two games, and then look good and go back again. I, I That's think what I would so. Do so? Do you think Larry? Do you think Larry's gone? He's out. 100%. Yes, yes, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Why would we want him back? No chance like, he signs why? back. Not even for a little bit of no. money. No, no. There's a greater chance of us resigning Demar than Kyle. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Well, well, well I th- what, I, like, I, honestly, why we got Fred Van Vliet now? To be honest, we we're, we're paying him money to lead this team. Yeah, and, and, and he's, he's ready more for the role. than he's ready for the role. Like, he's oh yeah, now. more than beyond ready. Yeah, he's ready now. Yeah, right? like honestly, like, his leadership off the court, on the court. His composure, he yeah, he's a leader. Yeah. I, I don't mind the signing, but do you want to bring Kyle back to play the two guard or play no? Pay, and and how much yeah. does Kyle want? Like that's another thing. He can't be getting. Mm-hmm. He, I don't know. I wouldn't give him no more than Van Vliet money, right? So, but that's the thing. I, I think for Raptors fans, like I think you just have to get all the Lowry gear that you can get. Like so, Julie, I suggest maybe you go get a jersey, your kid a jersey. Um, yeah, I would. You know, I like, would. I, I think that's where where it's kind of at right now. 
and, and look, like he's you know, like at this stage, he's he's um he's the groat, the the greatest raptor of all time at this point, but just based on the longevity and the fact that he has whoa, a chip. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, I'm just joking. I was gonna say Demar, but no, go ahead. <laughs> 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 And yo, he he gave us some. I mean, it wasn't all smooth as as, as you guys know, but he, he gave us some rocky periods. Cause cause I remember some of those, you know, the Raptor playoff podcast that we that, that I would be doing every year, and which that and actually I think that actually might be broken this year. But um, but <laughs> but the fact that like some of those games you we were coming back. You remember we would come back like oh, for Jesus sure. Christ, Lowry, like good God, Man. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know. Like he yep, left, he yep. left us like bitter a lot of times in some of those yeah. playoff games. But I think after what happened in, in twenty nineteen, and and somewhat a little bit even in twenty eighteen, because he wasn't that bad in twenty eighteen. But twenty nineteen, no. I think I think it just changed for him. And now he was like, cause I love watching him in the playoffs last year, you know, yeah. and and how he's and not only that, not only that, then. he wasn't he wasn't really like that, that raptor. He didn't rep like he was he was grumpy too, like when he first got here. Oh, and he wasn't yeah, like yeah. he wasn't like he that. matured a lot. He matured yeah, a lot. He has. He definitely has. Yeah. Absolutely. So like I even remember hearing I even remember hearing a story from Joel when he was telling me how he, he saw Larry in Vegas and they were they had the same trainer and he was like he just couldn't stand just being around him back then. Then he yeah. saw him again. He's like, this is the same guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can see off the, yeah. on the you can see him on the bench or off like he was sour. Oh, he, like he, he had a, he, he had he was moody. He's one of those moody guys. Moody, like, yeah, yeah. Moody, and he was getting like heavy. He remember we were calling Fat Boy at one point. Like mm-hmm. and, and, and Demar was too. Demar was too. Demar was what was what heavy or no? Calling no, Demar was calling. Oh, okay. I'm like I was like, watch your tone, Randall. What? I don't recall. No, Demar. Demar's a. Mar-a-Man, hell no. Yeah, so that's why, like, when people say Lowry's the groat, like, I'm like, okay, I can't argue with you, but like, in my eyes, he wasn't the he wasn't the perfect Raptor. Vince Carter wasn't. Bosh wasn't. Like, those guys wanted to leave. No. I can't. I can't give those guys. We had a debate in my chat today about who the top five greatest Raptors, and I said you guys may argue with me, but I had called the road. I had called the road over Bosch. And they're like, you can't right. do that. You what can't are you do talking that. about, man? Come on, I swear to God, stop, I do. Stop I do. Yeah. Like, so, if you said so you had someone is, like... Is, is, uh... is Bargnani number two? No, but I'm just saying, <laughs> in terms of the love for the city and the country, and kind of like, who we kind of like, not drafted, but we signed off, like, who loved being here, who was a Raptor favorite. Well, before, like, I'm, not looking, well, I'm not talking about caliber or skill level. There's, I'm not talking about said, that. Calderon was saying, a like, favorite? A raptor. What's that? <laughs> Calderon no, was I, a favorite? He was a fan favorite. What are you talking about? You must be talking about Barnyarni. I'm not saying, like, he was the, 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 the number one, number two overall. But I'm saying Bosch, with the way he left, he doesn't even recognize Toronto now. I don't even think. I don't even think people why recognize am I gonna love him somebody, Why am I going to love somebody who doesn't love us back? Like, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying to these guys, what, what are you guys yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, Garber Hosa loved Toronto, too, before he broke his leg. Who? Yes, Garba Hosa loved Toronto too before he broke his leg. Yeah, that's fine, but he never shitted on Toronto after when he left. Like Bosch did. Bosch never even like he doesn't even acknowledge yeah. us. So like no, and the way he, he, he left, he never too, came back to see too. the kids. That's what you're trying to say. He never came back yeah, to visit the kids. No, I'm not, I, you guys be joking around with it, but I don't respect how Bosch left either. He, I don't. He dear don't. John. He dear John lettered us. That's what he did, right? That's he, what you're trying to say. The way <laughs> he joined the broad and made that. I don't know what would have signed. He had no intentions of coming back. No, but he, but, but, see, but at the see, same he, time, I don't see what I'm saying. To come back though at that at that point in time, I was okay you with him leaving. I was always okay with him leaving. I'll be Boss, honest. Why? But see, you didn't want him back. You re- didn't like his game. No, no, it's not because I didn't. Want, I didn't like his game. But the word of Raptors were they were barely making the playoffs, 
You're gonna have to pay him back. No, no, listen to me. Yo, what what I'm talking about, Chris Chris Bosh? He left for nothing. No, but what yes, I'm saying, yes. no, but what I'm saying is exactly. this. You're, no, no. The question you're asking me is if I wanted him to come back. I said that has nothing to do with his yes. game. What I'm saying is that the fact that the guy was he was their best player. He was gonna be max money at the time. It was gonna be like over a hundred million or whatever it was gonna cost. And you were not gonna be better as a team. So to me, at that point, I was like, if he wants to go and be a number two, because to me, really, he was like a. Uh, like a number, like a Robin. I'm like, we, I don't want to pay Robin 120 million dollars. I was okay with him leaving. I was totally fine with him leaving. Honestly, I really was. Mm-hmm. You know, so I never Sarah, had a problem fine, with that. Fine, fine. I have a different approach to if I had to run a team, I wouldn't be letting him go like that. But I understand your your argument. Like, we're not going to be any better with signing him. But at the point, same time, you need like an all star, superstar player to to attract other players or to even get better, to be honest, as a team, as an organization. So, and then secondly, to Rand's point, we, he, he, like, I know Heli always said this. He goes, who was the GM? Was it Greta Rose or somebody? No, it was, was it, it, it was, uh, who was it? It was, it was Colangelo. It, it was Colangelo. 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 He, yeah. he shitted on Colangelo every day for not trading him. And he said, you got to be a damn idiot not knowing if a player is going to resign or not. And Colangelo's argument was always, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But, my point into saying that is like he kind of led us on. Like I don't know when he had no intention of coming back. He had no intention. So as a fan, you know, as a fan, I'm like, fuck you, <laughs> you, you ruined us for a while, man. And he and after when he left, he doesn't give two shits about Toronto. He doesn't come back. No, he doesn't. No, even when we went to chip, he wasn't even like kind of no, like uh, he had his uniform for retired in whatever. Like he doesn't care about Toronto. So why am I gonna love him? And say, oh, this guy's the growth, like number two. Get the fuck out of here. I, I, no, I, I, I never this, said all that. I'm just, I'm just. Vince saying, Carter, I'm, get I'm just, the hell out of I'm, here I'm, too. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, call the road. I'm like. I, <laughs> I don't know about Calderon. That's now. how bad I don't like. That's how bad I don't like Bosch. That's how bad I don't like Bosch. I said it as so a wait, joke. You, I was obviously tongue in cheek. I said Calderon right to to get a rouse in the chat. But you said, but but, but I but, I thought but you mean it. You think you 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 think that Vince Carter? I, I give Vince Carter a little bit more respect than Bosch. I do. I do. I yeah. do. But not much more. Oh, yeah, that, like, that that I, I agree no. with. That I agree because with. and and you, you know and you know I agree with that. You, I told I told the guys in the chat group. Even when I have Alzheimer's, I would never forget what VC did to me and mm-hmm. did to Toronto. I would never forget it. Never. Yeah. The way he left. I agree. Oh my god, that that hurt me, man. And I thought it was so unprofessional. Don't get me. Don't that. get me started on this. Don't get me started on this. Right. So when I look at the best rapper of all time, Raptor, like yeah, you win a chip like Lowry, but I actually look at like how much love you have for the city, the organization, like Demar or somebody who was drafted. Like Lowry wasn't drafted. Like Demar was drafted, and he grew his game. He grew up with us, and and he he got his game to the uh, all star level. Like, like now I know he has. In a, like some deficiencies in his in his game, but I'm just saying like this the whole. No, I I, I like Demar too. I, I I've always you know, liked Demar. Like yeah. you know what I'm and, saying. And, like, and he and he wanted to be here. Like he wanted to. What? This guy was upset. The guy got. Yo, the guy was upset, upset, man. He's still upset. He He's still upset he's still, about it. He's still upset. He's still, he didn't talk he's to still tight side. with the Raptors players and stuff. Yeah, he's still. He's what still... player has we have we ever had like that was like like was this upset to be traded out of Toronto? Who resigned? Max, you, like nobody. Jose Calderon. So Powell was upset too. Powell was upset. Yep. Powell was. Everybody that that plays here is upset once to once they get traded or leave. Like honestly, or legitimately saddened at least. Like to say like that like they love the city and they were fine. It's, it's just a matter of getting them here, right? Once they go to a city like Portland or Charlotte, these small town cities, they realize like Toronto's a really 
multicultural mega city, and this is like, you know, something that they never too. knew. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't know. They don't. They don't know they the market. No, until, the they go, until they go. Until they. Until they, come they actually leave this. Until they leave yeah. the actual city that they grew up in or their university and travel. Because most Americans don't travel outside of the country. So once they finally come here, yeah. they're like, oh, my God, look at this. Look at the skyline and blah, blah, blah. And they go to Portland or OKC and they see a skyline of factory yeah. buildings. They're like, what the hell is this? And then, so and they kind of realize. And then all of a sudden right? they're missing Caravan and, and, and doubles and rolls in the United States. And all that's the food, the women, the yep. people, the culture. And planting. Planting. He gets an oxtail on planting. <laughs> some, some chicken curry, curry chicken. But so yeah, so like at the end of the day, I, I that's how I look at players that um, who I rank as all-time Raptors, not just like skill level and or uh, how many wins or and, and how many points they. Well, Demar leads the, the organization in points, but not even that. It's just like a matter of. Everything combined, and DC and those guys are, you know, they did amazing things for the organization and country. But as a Raptor fan, he's not. I, I would have Demar and Lowry up there. So do you DC think that? Do you think there's a possibility that 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 uh, Demar would ever come back? Yes, one hundred percent. Listen, he doesn't really? have much choices. He doesn't have much choices either, right? Like honestly, he's a free agent this year, and uh, I thought he would have been traded at the de- at the deadline, but. I don't think there was many suitors for him. I'm gonna be honest with him, honest with you. And it's yeah. not—it's just that his game is not made for this era. He is—it's just bad timing, man. Not bad timing, but like this era is just—you know, Raptors yeah. shot I think like 15 three three pointers in the first quarter or something like that yesterday. Demar doesn't do that. No team wants that. This guy is a scoring machine. He's. Um, his, can his, be game, one on one. His, his game is well rounded. Developed his now. game. Yeah, his game is well rounded now, especially since well rounded. Well rounded. He can pass. Yo, he's averaging almost seven assists a game. That's what I said, and that was unheard of. But he was here. He couldn't even pass before. Like yeah. he couldn't see the floor before. Yeah. But my point is that I don't think to, to answer Rand's question, would he come back here? If Raptors gave him a decent deal, he would come back because I don't think he's going to have many suitors. I really don't. But he wants to get back to the he wants to get back to the east because I think he knows yes, that, he did say his that his brand got his his brand got hurt bad not did it, man. stars for a while. Oh yeah, you yes, know yes, he yes. knows for sure he's yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, has, so he, has, he hasn't played in the All Star game in the last three years. Where when he was here, he was yeah. pretty much he was a regular, right? He was, sometimes he was starting. That, oh, yeah. he, he's still good friends with like Van Vliet. That's what I mean. Like, like, that's what I said. He's still right. t- he's still tight with a lot of Raptors. As I said, he still right. feels the way. He still feels like he can. He will, So I'm answering Rand's question. I'm saying like, yeah, he would come back. Like, and we have a. Spot you think he him. would? Yes, yeah, he I think would. he would. If we give I him think the money, he would too. I think he would. Listen, I'm not saying the Raptors should do it, but I'm saying yeah, that if he was offered to him, he would come back. Yo, I think he would. This guy's an all-time point scorer for the organization. He'll come back and just keep adding to it. At that point, he'll be happy with that. I think. Let me ask you a question. If Larry came back for the low and DeMar came back. Oh, God. <laughs> like, like... <laughs> You know where I'm going with this. Think yeah. about it. Like Larry's like, yo, I'll take a cheaper deal if Demar comes back just to play with Demar. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do how, it. How old? De- how old Demar now? I don't know. That's a good question. I gotta take a look. I don't have my laptop in front of me, but I think he's maybe thirty. It's gotta be no. thirty now. Like thirty, early thirties has to be. He now. came in early. He came in the league early, though. You gotta remember that. Yeah, right? but he's been Freshman? in the league. Yeah. He's been in the league twelve years. He's gotta be. He's gotta be like thirty. 
31, I want to say. I'm going to check so right still now. Bring the band something. back. Bring the band back together. Bring he the band has, back like, together. No. You know, so he can... Don't listen, here's a question. Here's a question. Who would you pay more? Who would you pay more, Powell or DeMar? DeMar. Come on, man. You can't even... That's not... That, that's... Come on. So you would pay... So DeMar's worth more than Powell right now, right? Hell yeah. Okay, so no, I do too. I do too. But let's see what happens on, in the offseason. No, because Powell's younger. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll see. Like, so, but I would... So the I so DeMar, back DeMar. DeMar's thirty two. DeMar's thirty two. Thirty two. Oh no, sorry, he's gonna he's gonna be he's gonna be thirty two uh, this summer. He'll be thirty one right old. now. Yeah. So he I like another he can play at this level for another two more years, I think. Two, oh, more, more than that. Years. More than that. Unless he at gets this hurt. level? Yeah, more than that, I would say. How many years? I would say at least thirty five, thirty six. No, no, no. Right now he's thirty one. He's gonna turn thirty two this summer. I give him I can like to play at this level, I can give him three more years. I just said two or three more years. Oh, I thought he said two, like one. I thought he said two, one to two more years. I'm sorry. No, no, two, three more years max yeah. at this level. At this level. Yeah. So, like, I, ideally, I would give him three years, and uh, oh, that's tough, man. Yeah, you give. You give I don't know. You're giving me the shivers. Let's let's shift this. Let's shift this. I don't <laughs> want to <laughs> hey, but it would be a good lineup though. Van Vliet, Demar, OG, and Pascal, and one big. Yeah, yeah. it'd be good. Hey, and and then on top of that, so it, let, let's say we get a good draft pick. Yep. Ooh. M- Mobley is the perfect fit for this team. So I, I'm a huge fan of Mobley. Yeah. Huge fan so of Mobley. Yeah, really I just mind. wish he wasn't. He's so like your boy Bosch. He is like Bosch, 100. percent I think he yeah, comes out more athletic. He's more, more athletic. Le- yes, more athletic and, and a bit bigger. more polished than Bosch. And bigger. Yeah. And bigger. Yeah. The only thing, he's a bit slim. He's slim. Both Bosch and him are slim. Mm-hmm. And we do have Boucher, who's kind of slim. But that being, being said, we need any big we can get. And I do like him if he's available. But I don't think he'll be available. It depends on what pick we get, right? Yeah. But I think he'll be gone in the top five. Tank. For sure. Tank. For sure. Tank. Yeah. Tank. Tank. <laughs> Where are we at right now? Seven? <laughs> We're like eight, draft, eight, seven. Eight or something like that. Seven, seven or eight. Seven, like seven or eight, yeah. Tank. You gotta keep losing, Tank. man. Tank. Keep losing, and we're gonna see what the lottery does. All you gotta do is play Baines. You're good. <laughs> Baines, Stanley Johnson, and McCar. Uh, McCar's back next week or something. You said he's yeah! back. <laughs> play all three of them. <laughs> play all three of them. I'm man. good. I'm good uh, with no. that, bro. Okay, so, I'm good uh, with uh, the tank. Uh, but if you had the, if you had the top three pick, would you pick? Would you pick Cunningham if you're? If, yes. If you had like the number one pick. Yeah. Yes, okay. I would. I like Cunningham. But you, he but reminds you, me of like Fred Van Vliet, kind of like slow. Metho- no, me, no. I'm just saying that he's so smart. He's not like super athletic or super. Van Vliet is like he, 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 he reminds me of. Who? He reminds me of. He reminds me of Luca Doncic. Yeah, yeah. Yo, uh, well, I mean, that too. Because Luca's kind of slow, methodical too, as well, right? Just like, a, but I, when I meant Van Vliet, I don't mean like the height, and I just meant like the way he can control a game, compose. He's smart. Because he's not going to blow you away with athleticism or blow you down the court with speed or he's just crafty. But then it helps Ex- that he's also six seven, six eight. That also helps yes. too. That's he's a well, he's a shooting guard though, right? Like a point guard, really. But yeah, yeah. Point, well, yeah. Point guard, I mean, shooting guard, like, like just, just like Luca. Yeah. So, so yeah, I would draft. Yeah. I would draft Cunningham for sure, number one overall. I, I, I like Suggs and Gonzaga, and like those guys are not like to me number ones. Like, like, but Mobley, he's up there too, though. Hey, watch, watch out because he, he does represent Team Light Skin. Like, Randall will come through the phone for him if he responds to us. They all do. They all do. They all do. Well, yeah, right. K2. Sure. That's right. If you weren't big enough, K2, so I, I guess it washes itself. Then. 
even even Mobley is. Mobley's kind of fair. He's fair, not light. He's fair. Yeah, he's more team dark skin. Um, <laughs> so wait, so let me ask the next question. So, do you think we're scratching the ceiling of um, Pascal Siakam's potential, or do you think there's still more headroom? I think there's more headroom. There's always more room for okay. young yeah. players like that. You know, you, you think I, I think this. I think he has a talent to be better. If that's going to answer your question, he does. I, I I'll tell you this. I I I think he did wonders. I just think you can't change. I used to have football coaches tell me, you know, I always wanted to be a receiver, right? And he's like, you can play a receiver, but you're you like hitting people, I'm like yeah. He's like, you can't change the tiger stripes, right? You, you're not a, you're not a receiver. You're not that. You're not you're not fast like that. You're not crafty like that. That's not who you are. Pascal is just not that type of player. He's not that guy. We're trying to turn him into one. He's not that guy. He can't lead a team. That's not his no, role. No, I agree. Not even 100%. lead a team. Not, like, like, like. I'm, you don't need to be the best player to lead a team. But what I mean, is like, yeah. he can't even be crunch time. Like we're no. Like I he agree. is what he is. Like and and he's a great player. He's, he could be a he could be a, a sometimes all star type of player. But he's not the type of guy I like. Put it this way: I rather the ball in Demar's hands than his hands. Yes. And crunch time, or yeah, you know why? You know, you, you keep you, you keep the, saying you know, tomorrow like he's coming here. Like, can, can we stop that for a moment? It's like keep going, <laughs> keep going, Julian. <laughs> keep going. No, but I understand what Rand's saying. I think he's mentally reached his capacity. Like he can't yes. mentally. He doesn't have that. Um, how, how am I going to say this? That cognitive, cerebral mindset, like genetic mindset, to be a leader to change his game, to adapt to situation. He doesn't have it. He doesn't have that aptitude, no. I think, personally. But he has no. the physical skills to be to be better. But he just doesn't have it in the brain. That's what I think. And we see that from the bubble. Uh, we see with he was constantly using that spin move. He wasn't able to adjust. And um, I think that's a, a sign. But you, at the same time, we, we, we saw DeMar and Lowry struggle like that in playoffs. And, and I wondered... If they could do it too, and Lowry proved us proved uh, me wrong that he did it in the last year's playoffs. Yeah, but, yeah, but, playoffs, you, but, but you need you need you need to have he is that killer, that killer instinct kind he, of thing. He, no, but, no, but, no, but, no, but Julian, you let, need let, to but, have someone like a Demar for him to go off. But you know, yeah, but you, but you yeah, know, you're right, you're right, you're right. That's why I'm telling you, he Demar is the right piece. Oh. For, for are you listening, Calvin? Are you listening? I, I, I'm telling you, it is, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But that drive. Because, because, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. And, I, and, and everyone can say, oh, yeah, whatever. But I'll tell you why. And I'm looking from a coach's mindset. Yeah. Van Vliet could score. So he could, he's a point guard. But DeMar could facilitate to him to score. Mm-hmm. Um, pa- he takes off the pressure off of Pascal. Pascal cannot he needs to be like the second the third option that's where he shines he's coming off of you know backdoor screens he's he's not the ball's not always in his hands he's scoring without the ball in his hands a lot of times that's where he thrives the fast break off of screens you know high high post give it to him high post for a shot screen and roll you know pick and roll you know um trailing for the three all that stuff is when he excelled the ball when the ball's in his hands stuck he can't create his own shot yeah, I do want to correct so, you though know, on one thing, um, Julian. Is is that you, you know you're saying something about um, 
Lowry being like, you know, like he's proven you wrong. Totally. I totally agree with that. I agree with you completely. But there, mm-hmm. but let's be real. There was a Kawhi effect. Like, yes. once, once once once. like that, absolutely. that that absolutely, absolutely washed over everybody on that team and, and everybody had a good chip point on his shoulder, but yeah, that, good point. that there was definitely a Kawhi effect. There. Absolutely. Good point. And that's what Rand with Siakam, I guess, right? Yeah. That's your point, exactly right? Exactly what I'm saying. Exactly he needs somebody what I'm saying on is, the floor to say someone Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, go ahead. No, no, I, I, that's exactly what I was saying is that he, I mean, I, I'm talking about like, if you wanted to really have an impact right now, and I'm saying for next season, who's, DeMar is the biggest name in free agency. If you look at the free agents coming out next year, Chris Paul, I think, and DeMar, that's it, really. Pretty much. So, yeah. it's if not, you it's were going to sign deep. a free, it's not no, deep. I, no. all, all the big free agents basically signed last year. Exactly. Yeah. So, my, my thought process is this. You go after a veteran big. And you mm-hmm. go after a good, you need a good, solid wing player, like a two, yeah. right? So you need a two, and you, you can't have no rookie two unless it's high, a high draft pick. You need a solid two, right? You mm-hmm. need, um, and, and again, DeMar's the perfect person if he comes at the good rate to fill that gap until, you know, in the interim. And then you get a, a, a young big, and you get a veteran big to back him up. Not no Baines, a veteran big that could grab boards, Right. Um, and then you fill the bench with, you know, whatever you want. But I'm saying, like, realistically, that's that's what we need. We need so. Yeah. The Raptors are never going to get anybody that people think they're going to get, well, unless mm-hmm. it's through the draft. Well, there there is another guy mm-hmm. that's a free agent next year. Um, his Ooh. his name is his name is Kawhi. You guys don't want to speak that into existence. <laughs> nobody wants he, ain't, he ain't leaving. No, nobody wants to speak that into. You speaking tomorrow to existence? You don't want to speak Kawhi into existence? <laughs> I think that's the better yeah. way to go, don't you think? I'm, I'm speaking. <laughs> that's why I said it, 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 reality sunken in, man. Yeah, it, it has sunk in to the point that there's no point of trying to even try to speak it into existence because it's not happening. No. It's not happening. It's not happening. I, I but, mean, I, um, I, I, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. No, no I was just going to say, like, I, I think just to answer my own question, I, I think. Um, like he's good. He still got some polishing to do. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, I do think there's a little bit of headroom, but he's in a hard position that, like, I think right now, because of what he's getting paid, he's in a position that's above his yeah. pay grade. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's a, he's a great number two even, but he's not a number one. And it kind of almost goes back to where the Raptors were outside of the 2019 season where we had Kawhi. Where is there is there anybody on this roster right now that could be that number one guy? Is it anyone? Like, is there somebody lurking in in the free agency in the next year or two that can come here and be that guy? Like, it's gonna be Fred VanVleet, it's gonna be Siakam, like that's gonna be leading this team. But I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure if that's enough to win a title as a number one guy. Like to me, there's still some headroom left, but it's weird. Like I think the the gap from ceiling to head isn't that wide, and I think it comes with an expiry date for somebody like him. And I think if it's one of those things like if he doesn't realize it soon. That number two role is gonna basically gonna be like it's gonna be there to calcify, and that's gonna be it. Like, well, that's, but 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 how old is he now? Ah, uh, he's twenty five, but he's been in the he's league for five years, right? Still young. Five he's still young. He still has room to grow, man. He's gonna get stronger in two, three years too. Yeah. Like to <coughs> confident, more confident. I'm um, still rooting for him. Like, and, I, like and, I know every, you know everybody. What? To be honest, yeah. Go ahead. He's putting up some decent numbers too. You know, yes. like I, I like I'm like I'm just going to Rand's point. Like he's even though he's putting up good numbers, I still don't see him as being that number one. Like he's doing like almost like five, like six, seven rebounds, four assists. Like who's almost that? Almost twenty points. So, Siakam. Um, I'm off Siakam. 
I, no, I, I'm just... I, 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 I've tried to defend that guy so much that I'm not even on it. But the one thing b- before I forget, and you mm-hmm. can get on to Siakam, is I forgot about we, – we didn't talk about Gary Trent Jr. Mm. Yeah, that was my next question. You want to jump on him right now? We can. We can. Should we? Should, yeah. should we resign back Gary Trent Jr.? I I, I think it would be nice because we don't have anybody with Lowry and Power gone. We do need uh, so, another guard. So now role. we do need like somebody, some depth and whatnot. And I think he's a restricted free agent, right? So we yeah. have rights yeah. to yeah. to match or whatever. So um, it all depends on the number. But I, from what I've seen, I like his energy. I, I like his his uh, his ceiling. I like his ceiling right. that um, it's going to be a lot higher, and um, it, it's definitely worth signing. That's for sure, right? So think, I, I do like the trade think, too. I like the trade actually. I like no, the trade I do power. absolutely, absolutely. And everybody shits on Hood, but like you know, I, I think Hood is still. You can see he's still kind of recovering from that Achilles injury. He's not. He's not where he yeah, was. Yeah, he's I, not the I, same. I feel like yeah. I feel like next year he'll be a little better. That's again if he stays. But I I don't think that trade was meant for him. Really, is obviously no, no. It's more meant for Trent he, Jr. Actually, it was kind of indirectly meant for him. He because we have a, a a player team option, so we're not going to sign him, and yeah. it's going to free up money. So I think it's like ten million. Right. So right. that way we're not stuck with um, a full contract coming back for Powell. So. We have ten million coming off the book plus Lowry's thirty million, and, 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 and then uh, we can spot and we can resign Trent, Trent Jr. Right? If right. he right, right. But Trent Jr. So what would Trent go for? Uh, I don't know. He can't go for too much though right now. Like I, I don't know. But like me personally, I think Gary Trent is a great six man. Like right now for next year, oh, like, I don't yeah. know. Right? Like I don't know if I like ideally on a perfect team. Like he could start for the Raptors, but like ideally he would be like the six man, yeah. like Powell. Kind of like the power, like he like years ago or last year, but I don't know how much he will go for. I don't know, like he only makes like one million or something now. Yeah. I'm guessing like, like two do, million. Well, my thing is that, that that's I I agree with you guys. Like, do you think like is fifteen million lowballing him over two to three years? Like, I mean, no. three million per year for the next two three years. 15, like, if he gets a three year, a three year forty five million dollar deal, is that like a slap in the face? Power, what is power? What's power contract right now? Power's <laughs> making ten. I'll give him ten. You give him ten. Yeah, like he's gonna go for time. more. Gary Trent. Yeah, I no, think he'll go for no, more. No, no, he won't go for more. He won't so go for do more. You no? think, so you think no. fifteen million is too high? Yes. Okay. No. Yeah, I mean, listen. Yeah, how many years has he been in the league? Two years. Yeah, two, two three? three years. So really, really, he's been he's like coming uh, one, his, He's coming off his the bubble. His, yeah, the bubble and this season. His, go ahead. No, I said the bubble and this season is where he's. He's yeah, his value, right? And he's coming off his drafting. What do you call that draft salary or that whatever? That's, yeah, rookie contract. His, rookie contract. Rookie contract. Yeah. You think you go from rookie like he hasn't done enough to me, to be honest with you, that to give him to be the ball like 20 out million to 15, 20 million. Yeah. Like how much is Van Vliet making? Like twenty. He's making like twenty. Yeah, about just over twenty, twenty-two, that type of thing. Twenty. 20 so you want to get closer to Van Vliet money? Get the hell out of here! No, I I think when, when fifteen you look, is yeah. maximum. I'll give him power money. Like three years, ten, thirty. If we could get him for ten, I, I, if we get him like around that, oh yeah, time, I'm good with that. Yeah, that's I would. I who's gonna give him starting? Like who's gonna give him more than that to start on their team? Like what and, team and, would do and, that? And honestly, I think it would be smart if he signed like a deal like that, even if it's like ten, twelve million, but for like two years, two, three years, and then he comes back. Yeah. If he proves himself. He can get. He can get like the bag, bag. Because at that point, if he's balling on ten years, you know it's gonna double. You know, on his next contract. Uh-huh. So like, uh-huh. I think for him, it's it's probably like I don't want. If I was him, I wouldn't sign like a four-year deal. You know what I mean? I would sign like a two or three-year deal. 
Maybe yeah, maybe exactly. three max, but I will sign like at least two years and just go back into the market two years from now, see where see where everything is at. Exactly, exactly. Because right now I don't see him as a starter. Like starters two guard money, yeah. and if I'm his agent, I'm looking at all the starting two guards and how much they're getting paid, and I know I'm not getting that money because I'm not a starter. He won't start like in any other team. Like sorry, I won't say he won't start, but like in my eyes, he shouldn't be starting just yet. Like, he hasn't proven himself. Uh. Yet. He has the abilities, but he hasn't proven himself yet. Yeah, long so time. I think um whatever that six the power that Powell's money wasn't starters money. That was like based off projection of how well he's gonna be in six men, and that's what I would give him. Powell type money. So I just bring back Powell he bring him back in Powell's spot in the same salary. Mm, okay. Ideally, ideally. I don't know. But we'll see. Like I'm not a contract GM yeah. stats guy, so I don't know. But that's what I'm seeing and, from the other. And what about Baines? Baines is gone. What do you mean? What about Baines? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's on the what same. About, what about Baines? What about Baines? He's on, the, he's on the same Uber ride with Gasol that we took Gasol out last year with. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone now. I think mentally he's gone. He's literally lost on the floor. Like he literally doesn't know what's going on. But anyhow, yeah. he's gone. We, we're losing his contract too, which is good. I think we signed him for one year and a team option, like six mil. Yeah. He's yeah, gone. One, one year deal. Like I, I think you do to him. Like what tribe, tribe called Quest named their last album. Thank you for your service. We got it from here. Just shake his hand We're and done. let him go. We are done. We are done. He's. In, I, I'm. I never knew he was that bad. Honestly, <laughs> I think. I think his two best games last year. I'm being serious. Were against the Raptors. When he he's two like his three good games his one game when he hit eight threes and his two other good games the, the, this tells you I watch every Raptor game this guy murdered us mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it man but we had to go with so that with that with, with that shot put three yeah he murdered us I'm telling you in Phoenix he no he did he, he had a, he had a pretty good year last year because there was times where he was replacing yeah. um, Aiton in the starting lineup. Yes. Yeah. Was, well, was, Aiden was, was injured. Right. Aiden but no. Injured. But even when he wasn't injured, yes. there was times where at least or, or, or they were starting together. Uh, I know there was a lot of times we were starting us. together. I can't remember what he said. He killed us. I, I, and I think that made an impression on the Raptor um, brass. And they yeah. signed him. <laughs> but oh, but again, it, it's, it, a one, it's a one-year deal. Got, it's a stopgap, right? Like, yeah, we, yeah. We know what the situation was. We got duped. We got duped. Yeah. But, but only one we year. Only one year. But, hey, so we, we weren't that badly duped because we didn't give him more than one year. Right? Yeah, it, it, get, it, like, it, it wasn't we didn't a, get like Hakeem Olajuwon. I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was you stole the words right out of my mouth. That's what I was just about to say that. It wasn't an Akeem no, situation. Like no, no like no. nobody's wearing an, an Akeem Olajuwon Raptors jersey. Nobody. Yo, nobody. Yo, nobody in the league analysts remember him on on the flicking and, Raptors. And it's like, better. People it's, don't even it's, remember. It's better that way. It's better that way. <laughs> Uh, oh, Yogi Stewart. <laughs> Yogi Stewart is is up there too with that dupe. But anyhow, go ahead. <laughs> so uh, I, I got a couple more questions, then we'll wrap this up. Um, so I, I need y'all to to evoke your your inner Cleo right now. Um, what 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 do you guys think the future is going to look like in the next year? Or so with a core of Pascal, Fred, and OG, and Boucher, I guess for more or less. Good. I, mean, I think we're good. No, I, I think, think good. I, you, you think you're good. Yeah, because um, like I think, well, okay, go ahead, go ahead. What's what 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 does good entail though? That, that's that's like, good what entails is good to me. In your... Well, good entails me playoffs. Okay. Yes. 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 Like I don't think we're gonna be like like the years of like Atlanta of years past, like those years or Chicago thirty games that type of thing. Yeah. Like no, I don't think so. I think our core is better than a lot of other teams' cores. 
like four, mm-hmm. if you want to say four, three, four guys. And we're young. So I think we can build on that. So they're going to get better too. Like I think, honestly, I think OG is going to get better. I think, yeah, um, I like, I like, I like the trajectory. His uh, game is getting a lot better. I like, yeah, his, I like his game is I ugly, like it. but it looks, he's getting better with the ugliness. Like to me, like he's actually shooting the three ball much better. His mm-hmm. handle is his still weak, Im- but it's improved it, though. It, it's improved though, right? His defense is for not like, listen, I can't, I don't think there's any, like I rank him as top five defender in the league. Like people say Draymond, like I put past, I mean, OG up there. It's like he's so quiet, he's not going to say anything. Yeah. But like OG can play multiple positions on the de- on the defensive end, so that he can guard guys. So I just think that we have a core with young, young four: Pascal, Van Vliet, OG. Uh, it's only those three now: Pascal, OG, and shit. Yeah, we traded power, right? That's right. right. So am I missing somebody? OG, well, but no, that's, that's, why, that's why I said Boucher. <laughs> Oh Boucher, yeah Boucher, like yeah, yeah Boucher, Boucher, Boucher nope. like Boucher is like offensively is going to get better, but and his you know he he can protect the rim, but that that body is not going to work. Yeah, he can't play the five. He no, absolutely play not. The five. No, no, he can only play the four. Yeah. Right, that's what I think. Only play the four. And, and he's like six eight six nine. He's just really long, but he's like he's not like seven feet tall. He's like he's only like six eight six nine at most. Right. Really? So, eh? Yeah. He's okay. Not, he's I, not, he's I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was taller, but yeah. I think they but have his, him. They have him listed as the height, but I don't think he's. I mean, I'll check, but I don't think he's. Uh, I I don't think he's like you know outrageously yeah. tall. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's six if he nine, had, he's I believe he's six nine. If he had size, he will be one of the best big man defenders ever. Like his blocking, shot blocking. Oh, it's amazing abilities, and his timing is remarkable. It's like, amazing. I'm telling you, it's, it's amazing. But he just just can't. He gets bullied underneath the rim. Like I see Miles Plumley, Cody Zeller. These guys are just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They go. They start they licking just, their chops. They, they do. Even I was watching yesterday where they played. They played OKC. That even that bum that was that okay, OKC was licking his chops. I can't even. No. I don't even remember his name. They, they get too Miles Brown. Morris Moses yeah, yeah. Brown. Moses, Moses Brown. Moses, Moses. Moses He's a youngster. We don't, even, we don't even know. We don't even know his name. Moses Brown. Yeah, Miles, Miles, Moses Brown. Brown. Yeah. Miles, yeah, Miles Brown. Yeah. Miles Brown is the son from Blackish. I'm sorry. I'm confusing the two. He'd be licking his shops too. Yo, they get they get mentally. These guys get confident, man. They get no. I'm telling you, literally, they get confident. They yeah. see him and they're like, okay, yeah, he can block shots, but I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get the rebound. I'm gonna. You know. So dog, that's his problem. Dog, he just, he just, but you know what? That being said, he's an amazing shooter. He gets three ball is one of the best three pointers oh. in the game. Oh, shooter in the game. So ugly. It's ugly, but it, it, it works. Right. So, but I think his, what his abilities of shooting and shot blocking will make him an asset. So coming off the bench though, that, yeah. or you trade Pascal, you trade Pascal, you make him play the four and get back something for yeah. Pascal. And, he, and he's shooting 41% for three this year. So it's, oh, one that, that point. I think, yeah. Ooh, 41, that's it. Oh, forty-one. That's it. That's it. I thought it was gonna be more. Than that's, that. I mean, that's that's above league average. It's great. It's that's really it. good. No, no, really no, good. no, no, no. Right. I thought it was. Yeah, you're getting no, that, into forty percent. Yeah, you're getting into forty percent. No, 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 that's how that good is. I thought he was. Okay, yeah. I thought he was better than that. Even even better. That's how good I see him shooting. It. Yeah. Yeah, he's got he's Anyhow, got good but, splits. But um, yeah, yeah I, I, think, I like the core. I, yeah, I think it's a nice start. I just think you have to see what's available on the market. You know, just to see what we can get. Um, you know, it's a nice nucleus because obviously they got the championship experience and. They're they're all those that three especially they're all entering their primes, which is yeah. which is like uh-huh. that's that's the best kind of core Together. you want to have, right? 
together, yeah. Right, but but I, it's not something that envisions like future rings at the moment, unless it's a trade that or a player that can pop up. Oh like, no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, but but I mean, who do we have a realistic chance of getting? Like, and uh, I know you guys try to wash out Kawhi, right? Like, we're, we're still not going to speak him into existence, right? We're okay. All right. No, and that's not how it's going. Okay, fine. Been there. Well, well, all right. Um. I'm like thinking. a superstar, a superstar. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, who's the players that's gonna make it go back to like this elite playoff level status? Like, is like Spencer Din- Dinwiddie is a free agent coming into this season? What about John mm-hmm. Collins? Yeah, I, I, I heard, I heard, I heard Raptors were interested in him. Yeah, yeah. What, what about they, they what about were... John? What about John Collins? Like, I know he's restricted, but what about him? What about I Zach like Collins? John, but I, I don't like John. I like John, but he's like not terrible defensively. Yeah. yeah, and I, I when I no, say not, not, not with Siakam, I think we need a five. We need a five. And yeah, I think we have yeah. Siakam. Okay, no, I don't. Well, well, what about the, fit. what about the other Collins? What about Zach Collins? I know he's been he injured a yet? lot. No, he's been injured most of the season. I'm not sure. Nah, if he's nah, he's back, not but... the missing piece. He's not no all star like what you're suggesting. That we'll right. but, nope. but I'm just saying. But I'm saying there's somebody that can grow with him, like grow with this team. Like he's actually pretty good when he when he is healthy. He is good. Yeah, I agree to that, but he's just not never healthy. Um, Lonzo Ball? Uh, no. <laughs> but no, when, I, when I say no, because we got Van Vliet. We got Van Vliet, no. Yeah, true. I mean, and I, I give it to him. He is playing well this year. Um, who, who else I could think of? Uh, Victor Oladipo? No. No. Yeah, he's I done. I think he's done. I think he's done. You think Victor Oladipo? When I mean Oladipo? done, I don't think he's not, he's, he's not going to be the same player. Yeah, I mean, I know he's, he's playing tonight as this recording. I'm not sure how he did tonight. I keep sure. telling y'all, DeRozan, you're telling me, I'm telling you guys. Yeah, when you when you look at the free agent class this year, like not that everybody's oh, yeah. re-signed. It was supposed to be like one of the biggest in history, but because everybody re-upped, with the exception of yeah. uh, Kawhi, it's it's uh, it's it's pretty scanty. You know what I mean? It's it's pretty. Kawhi ain't going nowhere. What what no, what, he not. what about what about Serge? <laughs> like he's a free agent coming back. I'll bring him back, back for one year. Yeah, I'll I would. I would, I, would I would even give him a. Well, I, I would give him a one year. Yeah, because I'm like now he's getting older, so it's yeah. you know, but he's been nah. in the league eleven years. Do you, mean, give, do you give him a? a but, do you give him a two year? Are you comfortable giving back. him a two year deal? I would. I give yeah, him. A two I year. would rather. I would Come rather on. pick up. I would rather pick up someone like uh, if you're going to go after Surge, I'd rather pick up what's his name on OKC that's sitting out. Oh, Horford, but then um, Horford's worth like Horford. eighty-five million dollars or whatever in the next couple of years. There's no way yeah, he's, he's still he? getting paid. He's still yeah, he's still man. getting paid. He's still getting paid. Yeah. Oh, I thought worse is last he's year. Like, he's like, no, no. He's, he's got like two more years left. It's like a third. They're going to try to trade him in the oh, off season. But he's like thirty we'll million. Buy him out. Oh, ain't no one one of the worst signings ever by Elton Brand. I could not believe when he did that. I would never forget that yeah. signing either. Yeah, that, that was that was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. And I mean, it's not like Horford sucks. Horford's still quality, but you, but you can't pay him thirty no, thirty million dollars. It was at this bad point. because of his age. Yeah, no, for sure, a hundred percent. How many years does Sergi Baca have left on his contract? One. No, one. He's a he has a player option. This not Sergi Baca. Um, sorry, not Sergi Baca. Embiid. Horford. Embiid. Oh, I don't oh, know. No, he's not a free agent this year. He's either he's either twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three is a free agent. Well, you really think we, we Embiid will come here if we had an opportunity? Okay, let me ask you something. If Embiid does not win with Philly, you don't think that Masai can try to work Embiid? If he doesn't win with Philly, and if he was a like a free agent, I was, yeah, I could see him leaving possibly. Yeah, but um, 
No, I don't. Because he's an international guy, right? And it seems like yep. a lot of international players are more apt to want to play in Toronto's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but he's, he's got he's like at least two more. He's, he doesn't become a free agent yeah. until 2023. So it's no. another two no, not. It doesn't leave much options other than a trade, right? Maybe a trading using our pick. If, we guess, if it's a high pick lottery pick, trading it with, oh, I don't know. Or do a signing. Can we do signing trades with Lowry? Like, I don't know. Like That's the only way to really... I guess yeah. right now is what you're saying, Calvin, is like what to add a piece. It's nothing really significant out there on the free agency no, market, not, too. Not right now. And then next year, like the free agent class is Harden. Harden could uh, can opt out. Westbrook can opt out. Durant could opt out. Curry can opt out. You know, um, and, uh, and none of those guys are pretty much leaving. Well, I don't know about Westbrook, but I don't think Westbrook's coming here. And, no, we don't and, need them And anyhow. Steph. Whoever's making up these rumors that that him and LeBron or yeah, LeBron's no, recruiting I've, I've him, just just him. stop, just stop, just just stop. I've been seeing it, and and yeah, just just stop. But like guys like like Kemba Walker, Bradley Beal is available next year. Uh, Jimmy well, Butler Bradley is Beal available is? next year. Oh, yeah, well, Bradley read up for some reason. Me too. Yeah. I thought he did. Drew Holiday, you know Julius Randle, Gordon Levine. It's a pretty good class next year of guys being available. But like this yeah. year, because everybody. Like I said, re-upped. It's it's uh it's a tough class. It's not it's not strong. So uh-huh. do you, do you break the bank on trying to get certain guys? Like I don't know. That's what I mean. Because like, even even if and 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 again, I'm not saying you know like huffing and puffing and 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 losing decibels in my voice when you when you bring up the Rosen's name. Not because I think he's not a good player. I enjoy watching him play, but it's just. I just feel like bringing him back is like we're like going back to like 2015, 2016, where like. The playoffs coming, you're just like, oh my god, which which guy's coming to play today? You know, it's it's kind of like you, you got a little PTSD from those days, and I don't want to relive uh-huh. it, bro. So that, I think that's, that's I think that's where I'm coming from with the Rosen. But I mean, but as a player, yeah, absolutely, like he, he can ball. You know, I enjoy watching him play. I, I actually like really watching the Spurs play right now. Um, I'm, like, but that's the part. It's just it's just the PTSD, man. I, I just don't know if I want to go back. <laughs> I, I hear you. We've been there, done that kind of thing is what right. you're saying, right? Absolutely. But, uh, Absolutely. I hear you. But I still think if DeMar, I said that already, if DeMar comes back and we just add a shot blocker like uh, Jared Allen or somebody like that, I think we can contend. If we had DeMar and Jared Allen, I think we would be good next yeah. year. Yeah, Jared Allen's a, yeah, he's a restricted, but he's, uh, I think Cleveland wants to give him 100 mil, so. Holy worth, cow, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't think. What about Drummond? You want Drummond? You want Drummond? Bro? No. Come on, Julian. You want Drummond? Get out. No, 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 no. We need we we the culture, man. Culture. We don't want no Drummonds, no white sides. None of them guys. No, no boogies. No boogies. No, no boogies. boogies no boogies. <laughs> Headley's type of players. We don't want any type of Headley's on our team. <laughs> uh, shots fired. Deserved though. But shots fired. Um. So my last question are. Any of you guys against the Raptors getting hot and getting into this playing game? They're only like two games out of the out of the um, out of out of the tenth spot as of this recording. I'll let Randall. I don't want this one. Uh, no, I, I I I don't think it's worth it. If we're if we're gonna tear it down, do it right. Just you know, go go get at least try to get a lottery pick. That's yeah. like, like especially if it's supposed to be a good draft. Now, if they have other type of plans, and, and I know Raptors, they've always been good at finding talent regardless of mm-hmm. where they're placed. 
So I'm not sure what Masai's game plan and, and Bobby's game plan is, but at the end of the day, I, I still say um, try to get a good draft pick and make something out of it. And you know, like I said, like we're not we're not far from being from relevance, right? No. And we're in the East. Like we're in the East, meaning like next yeah. year, we're always gonna have a fighting chance to make the playoffs and whatnot. Yeah, so. the East is getting pretty strong now. I mean, true, look that is the, true. Well, look, look yeah. at the look at the teams yeah. like Brooklyn and in Philly, Boston still always in the mix. Boston, Boston has a way better nucleus than we do. What are you talking you about? Like Boston, Talbot? No, no, I do like Boston, but I'm just looking at the oh. the fact that they're 23 and 25 right now, and they're not like you can't rule out Danny Ainge because he's a good GM, but they haven't been making the best deals in the last couple of years, and it's kind of this season's kind of a reflection of it, right? So it's yeah. I mean, right yeah. now, right but now, I'm right now, they're new... in the eighth spot, and they're 23 and 25. They're only three. Yeah, they're... but they're, they're... so go ahead. Their nucleus is better than ours. Well, yeah, I mean, you Jalen Brown and and Tatum, like the two of the best young players in the game. Yeah, I mean, you can't yeah. you can't sneeze at that, obviously. But I'm just saying, like, it, I know they're, they're like the future's super bright. Yeah, I guess so because it depends on who you can get, right? But it's, mm-hmm. it's that Miles Turner. That Miles Turner trade is gonna haunt them for the rest of the, the Danny Age's life because that yeah, was that Miles, Miles that Miles Turner. Yeah, Miles Turner was supposed to go there, right? What was it for again? For, uh, for for Hayward, Gordon Hayward. Hayward, sorry. Yeah. Hayward, yeah. But it's it's weird because when you look at where the Raptors are now, they're in the 11th spot, but they're like six games out of fourth. Like Jesus, honestly, the, that's the, not good. Like the one, the one, like one honest, honestly, because the thing what happened with them this year too, right? They they finally found their sea legs, and then they got COVID, right? And that just mm-hmm. kind of torpedoed yeah, the rest yeah, of the season yeah, where yeah, they are yeah, now. Yeah. But if they get on another run like this. Like if they go on to like uh you know win seven or eight next games in the next you know two to three weeks or whatever for example like at the end of April you can look back at them and they could be like realistically like in the fourth or fifth spot. You Yo, know when is I mean? the season done? When is the season uh, done? I need I need the season done it's, now. It's <laughs> this they're done in May. They got they there's they're still they got twenty four more games left. We're, we're literally at two thirds of the season of the of this of the year remaining, right? That's not good. Sorry, well, a, a third of the season remaining. Sorry, two thirds of the season has been gone now. But let's just hope the other teams continue. Like Chicago got better, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, we yeah, they did. Like where are they right now? Like and and what what position are they in right now? They're tenth. We're, we're, okay. The Raptors are two games behind them for the tenth spot to, for the plane. Good. Oh, okay, so spot. Chicago will get better. Chicago should beat us going forward. I think. I just want. I'm trying to find teams that are better than us because I think we have a decent team to win some games, and I don't want to see that. Well, especially if guys we get do. Up, if, if everyone starts coming back, yeah, coming back, yeah, because that's the thing, right? Like, say the season was to end and they got the tenth spot, their first game in that playing game would be the Atlanta Hawks. They could beat Atlanta, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, and then, the, um, you know, if uh-huh. they get into that, you know, best of three, it's going to be between, you know, uh, them or Boston or them and the Pacers, like the. The Celtics, I'd be a little bit more, more worried about because Boston has their number. But like, if say so the how- Pacers lock up and win, like that could be the Raptors, you know, representing the eighth spot, essentially, you know, playing Philly or or Brooklyn going into the going to the playoffs. Like, it's it's not out of the possibility. I understand what you got to yeah. saying. I, I want to see them tank too because you know we're talking about Evan Mo- um, Evan Mobley, for example. Like, you tag them along with what they already got would, would be pretty big, but. To me, they're one winning streak to being right back in this thing. 
So I, I don't know. That's just something. It's going to be interesting how this how this folds out. Oh, one injury, losing. We need. Or, you know, I don't want to wish that on nobody, but anything yeah. can happen. <laughs> oh, anything can happen. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Like it, it, it's it's the thing. It's like they. You want to start like I understand as a fan you want them to start tanking, but like I don't think this culture is built to tank, bro. Like I I don't know, man. It's it's just against how these guys move. I Unless know. you're really gonna bench uh, uh, Kyle and you're gonna start sitting guys, like it's it's against their culture. So that's why I'm like know, this is gonna be interesting to see if, if they actually do that. It's yeah, it's against the players' culture, but management has a different culture, and it's called business culture. Um, so like we traded power already, so they're already committed to like losing the season, right? Otherwise, you would have kept them and 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 ride it out. So the, I think management is already committed to um, not losing, but committed to going into next year um, not making the playoffs. Yeah, and uh, like there's no buyout options. We're we're going with exactly who who's on this roster right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, or well, G League call ups right if injuries yeah. happen. But I, as a fan, like I'm, I'm not big on tanking too. But as a fan, they're not playing in Toronto. Like I said this many times, if they were playing here, I might have more vested interest. But they're in Tampa. This, this whole the COVID season, it's a shortened season. Like yo, this whole season can, can is probably the best year that you that you should tank. Yeah, in my eyes, as a fan too. Like we're not going to no games. Yeah, we're true. not seeing them. We're not. They're not in our home city. They're not. You know. So like yo, why not just. As a fan, like just tank. I don't care, man. At this point, I mean, we traded Powell. Lowry's done at the end of this year, or what? Just tank. So tank I think it. management knew. I think management knows that, but they can't. Just, no management can come out and say that. No. But we, we, you know what? That's what they want too. They definitely want that. So they probably told you think- to play Stanley Johnson and Baines thirty minutes a game. They probably yeah. told them. I'm serious. Yeah. Yeah, I'm serious too. I I, I think that um, <laughs> yeah, I'm good with it too. <laughs> I, I think I think that uh, you know what my my thing right now is I hope they can get a sign trade for Larry. I hope he just doesn't leave just on the whim. Yeah, I I, I haven't seen too many signing trades these days. I don't know. Yeah, the, I don't know the, if it still happens. But, CBA, but, it, but CBA, I mean, again, that's like thirty. 30 no, it's still possible. Is it? Is? Okay. Yeah, it's still possible. Still possible. But you're, but you're right, Kevin. It is thirty million. It would be no. It would it be a signing trade of his new deal, right? It would be his, like, his new, new deal. deal. Yeah, his new deal. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. Well, well, I guess we'll have to see what happens with the rest of the season. We'll definitely be paying attention, and and I wonder, really and truly, is 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 my streak of doing Raptors post game, uh, playoff post game podcast? Is, is it? Is I it, hope uh, so. Is 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 it is it, is it is it about to end? Julian's like, I, I hope. Yes. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I'm gonna speak it into. I'll speak this into existence. Yes. Well, if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna do that, at least can you talk Kawhi into existence? Just try it. Just try it. Come no. on, just try it. No, no, just no. try this it. This guy just bought. He just bought. Like I think put I saw it, it on social media. Put it on media. the vision board. Put it on I the vision it board, like man. Come on. Twenty-five million dollar house. He just bought. He just bought like one of the like. And this is his Ooh. second house. Yeah, Kawhi. Kawhi. He bought a second house mansion uh, somewhere else in L.A. or San yeah, Diego. It's, clo- it's, clo- it's closer. Yeah, it's close. It's in L.A. Yeah. this time. It's not in San Diego. It's in he LA might sell time. the other house, but he has two now. So like, there's no way he's going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. He ain't I, going I, nowhere. I'm, I'm gonna put it up on the vision board. All right, guys. Thank you for <laughs> for hopping on. This <laughs> podcast, <man>. Yes, sir. <laughs> Nah, man, it's been a pleasure. Thank you once again, man. It's you know, like I said, I enjoy doing these ones. These are like one of my favorite ones to do every year, man. So, 
uh, on um, no on, on brand. It's 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 pretty much what I expected. So, um, <laughs> you know, but good, but good, I thank good. you all for hopping on and just yeah, this is crazy. Like I said, this is this is like the bleakest I've ever seen the Raptors be at this point of the year. You know, doing these ones so um, in a while. It's, yeah, in a while, it's, it's yeah. interesting because we don't know where it's gonna go. That's the that's the hard part, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you don't. Um, we don't know how the season's gonna go. We don't know how what kind of pick we're going to get or who's going to come back next year. we got a lot of holes that we haven't had in years past, like, you know, with Lowry and Power gone, that's two vacancies, right? So if we don't sign nobody, who the hell is going to fill those spots, right? Yeah, true. And, well, and then, the other one is Masai. Yes, Masai. Good point. Yes, Masai is the biggest hole. Yeah, that, that was the last thing I was going to say, just in, in Masai, we trust Masai. Trust us, Masai. Trust us, please. Come back. <laughs> come back. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to the Av Podcast. Special shout out goes out to South Shariah family members, Julian, a.k.a. Juza Kamish, and Rondo Walter for talking this Raptors talk with me. Um, we'll see what happens during the last stretch of this season, but it's, it's not looking good right now for a playoff spot or even a playing game. But but then again, if you want the Raptors to get a lottery pick, then, then things are looking good. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, so take it any way you want to take it. Um, it's going to be entertaining either way you look at it. So, um, thanks. <laughs> thanks once again for tuning in. Uh, make sure you hit and like the favorite button, continue to rate review and subscribe to all of my shows and check out SouthShareRap.com for all of my podcast shows. And I'm going to be back next week with a new episode. All right. So stay tuned for Julian, AKA Jules, the commish and Rhonda Walter. This is Cal C. And you've just tuned in to the Av Podcast on Sasha Rav Radio. Until next week, folks, peace. We out.